Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... fucking loud man it was already on half volume and it was still like it blew my eardrum out mike dell are you there i'm here larry what's up man not too much another big show in a while yeah Yeah, you said you had some kind of bit you did a bit or something you said some kind of clips yeah i cut up uh uh, we mentioned it on the show a couple weeks ago but i cut up uh audio clips of Top 11 celebrity albums, like a song that a celebrity oh. sang. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty good. There's some funny I might be, there. I might be rapping along to some Chunky A later then. <laughs> I don't know who Chunky A is. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, we'll talk about it when we get there. Because yeah. I had that CD. Yeah, Columbia House, 11 for a penny or whatever the fuck that deal was back in the day. Nine for a penny. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Also, and then uh, hour two, then we'll have uh, Class of 1984. We'll be discussing that mm-hmm. film from 1982. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it, Larry? No. Yes. <laughs> I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I call it a film. <laughs> it's a movie. It's so good. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm uh, choking while thinking of Class of 1984. There's so much to discuss about that film. I, I've seen this already. Oh, see, I've never seen it. I didn't. I didn't realize it until I started watching it, and like I've seen this, but then I turned it off the first time because it was only like three quarters of the way through. So. It's that last quarter that gets you. Holy hell! Yeah, yeah. We'll just talk about it later because it, it's like three different movies. <laughs> yeah. The last one is really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last movie's great. The first movie is terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. Sorry, it's class of 1984. Now, Larry, I, I heard you. You said someone wanted to come on the air real quick. Yeah, we. Uh, Aaron C. Thompson uh, sent me a message on Twitter today. He said he wants to come on. He's like, I'm only going to be on five minutes, seven tops, is what he said in the thing. I don't, but I don't know what this is about. So let's see. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, it's Aaron, Aaron C. C. Thompson, Thompson, everybody. Uh, you can hear me all right, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, I wanted to apologize, too, about uh, the speakerphone. Uh, you know, I've been on the speakerphone all the time with you guys because I thought my handheld was fucked up. And I realized it wasn't. <laughs> but that that's the reason why I was always sounding so uh, far away because I thought my, like, the well, actual handheld was messed up. Well, here's the thing, Aaron. Blog Talks audio always is fucked up, so stuff yeah. to tell. Yeah, we just yeah, I understand. Blog talk. But yeah, I was just calling, and you know, this kind of came out earlier. 
because of, uh, you know, what happened uh, last night. But I was going to, you know, say, yeah, well, it's my birthday, and I just figured out hey, to talk to some of my favorite uh some of my favorite people on earth for a few minutes, chew the fat, you know. Today is your birthday really, or uh, yesterday was your birthday? No, today is my birthday, but my oh, brother happy birthday. He had a he had his first baby yesterday at like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. Uh-huh. And I was on the phone with him, like, just tell her to hang on for another four hours. You know, like, because uh, she would have been uh, born on the same birthday as me. That's a good omen. Her name's okay. Emma Violet. Emma oh, that's cool. Violet. That's, yeah. that's a good name. But uh, but uh, is that I an omen? Because you want her to have, you don't want her stealing your thunder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if that's the baby's born, she's going to be getting all the attention. You still want to yep. get your gifts. You know what I'm saying, Aaron? Yeah, the males in my family, though, we're not gift givers. And I'm not right. a good gift <laughs> give. I'm not a good gift getter. Like if my yeah, aunt I mean, comes to fucking Christmas with Cosby sweaters, I'm not faking the face. I'm, I'm not faking the, the face. pills into people. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, not good at that. Like I'll just look at her like, okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, that's the reason. But I didn't have anything to talk about. I just uh, wanted to, you know, call in and well, chew the well, fan a little bit, see how it's uncle. going. Are you on a yeah, milestone birthday? I was going to ask you, Dale, how is it being an uncle? Yeah. It's a large responsibility, Great. right? I'm an uncle yeah, two it's, times it's, over. It is not a responsibility at all. I don't yeah, know what exactly. you do. Oh, Larry's an uncle, too. Look at that. I didn't know you were an uncle. <laughs> or did I? I don't know. Yeah, you, you, know, you definitely know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew. You have a niece, two. right? I have two. Yeah, it's gonna. it's a niece, and I'll probably end up teaching her all the bad stuff. But well, uh, I was yeah. just going to see, like, you know, if I could get any tips. No, I got no tips. Well, Larry. I, 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 what, I was Larry, a terrible uncle. How, yeah, how often do you see your nieces, Larry? Because really, I, Thanksgiving I never Christmas. talk to Ever. You never bring them up. Ever. Yeah, thanks, Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> how old are they? Um, Like 25 and 21-ish. Maybe 22. Were, were you, like, close with them when they were little? No. No. It's not, not that I'm not close. I just, I don't know. Like, you know, I just was never hanging out with my sister, so I just never saw the kids that much. Yeah, I got the two two uh, nephews, uh, 19 and 17, and uh, oh, I was real tight. I was real tight with them when they were little. So Yeah, I remember. It's great, it's great I remember little, all of it. Because... Because once they get to a certain age, they, you know, they they get the friends, and then they 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 start hanging out with street gangs and stuff, and you lose touch. But mm. when they're little, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. That's natural. That's the way it goes with everybody. But uh, yeah, I was just seeing like you know if there was any kind of uh, book that you were you know writing or publishing about being an uncle, uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe I should. But, uh, well, that's that. That really seems like something the Ed should write: parenting advice, uncle advice. That's really Ed should handle that stuff, but uh, yeah, baby I, I like being all that stuff. Because I I got yeah, to go to like uh, toys all the time, so I always got to I still got to buy toys, so I like I enjoy doing that. But uh, I love toys. I tell you, yeah. one of the biggest things that's always worried me. I don't ever want to hold a baby in my entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah, I hear like, you. I think that pressure is so great. <laughs> Like, I'm clumsy to begin with. 
like if I end up like do it, I mean, oh man, like if anybody asks me, old you. baby, I'm never gonna do it. Larry, did like, you, uh, what if I drop her? I might go to jail yeah, for no. murder. No, no, it'll be all right. Uh, Larry, when your uh, nieces were born, were you like there, like when they were like itty bitty babies? Did you hold them or? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely did. I'm not, I'm like Aaron though. I don't, I'm not into holding a baby. I feel nervous. Plus, you know, like, you know how that everybody's like, oh, I love the way a baby smells. I do not love the way a baby smells. <laughs> it's like a cross between baby. baby powder and shit. And I don't, I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like uh, kids yeah. either. Yeah. In that sense. I mean, or when they're toddlers, whatever, like, I don't want to be the one that leaves the plug open to where they can put their tongue on it, <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit. Like, oh, I fuck, I've, I've done four. But anyways, I don't want to uh, keep you guys uh, too long. I just wanted to say something real quick. i, I got to keep my time limit, you know. i got to keep my promises. And plus, uh, you know, the uh, the whores are coming over with the drugs later for the orgy. So what? I guess I'll... Uh, <laughs> just a joke. Uh, all right. The whores are coming over later with the drugs <laughs> for the orgy. I heard that. That's but, what I'm uh, saying. We weren't invited. <laughs> yeah, not till uh, but, uh, not till August. The corona, you but, know. But uh, uh, congratulations on being an uncle and happy birthday. I'll have uh, Tom Buck too send you over one of the Mosca cutouts. It'll be great. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, I can't wait. By Nothing the way, a few weeks ago, dick in cardboard. A few weeks ago, Aaron. Um, <laughs> A buddy, of, I don't know if it's a buddy of yours or something, but it could have been a, a relative called in. I don't know. Do you know this person? <laughs> he was British. Yeah, Guthrie T. Maxwell. Oh. Have you ever met that man? <laughs> yeah, I think that's from the uh, old country. He, uh, oh, okay. He, uh, <laughs> you know, the ancestry and everything. Yeah. I'm sure he probably uh, fucked you guys' world up. I think he's gonna. Hey. He was gonna be an uncle too. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. All right, man. Well, I didn't want to take too much of your time. If I went over seven minutes, I'm so sorry to hear this, but I, I do love the show, and you guys are some of the best. I realize it's weird to say, but you guys are some of my favorite people on earth. Even Tuffy and Jank with Tuffy eating that pasta chicken bowls, and like I, I like how create. I like I like the the lifestyle. You know, like the lifestyle is yeah. what I do. Like I'm the same way. So. I always, uh, I always appreciate hearing about it, except the Gary Coleman movies. Like, yes. Once <laughs> you get you. T- through two of them, once you get through two of them, it's over. You know? <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, two is the limit, man. <laughs> and spread them apart. Like, do one at the beginning of this whole movie watching trend of bad movies, and then do one at the end. Hey, that way you can book. Hey, it, you got you know. Yeah, you had three weeks between them. That's all right. That's long enough time. Yeah. Nah, yeah, no, no worries, worries, but. I do appreciate you guys letting me on. I just wanted to say a few things and talk to you guys a few minutes for my birthday. Yeah, this is, happy uh, birthday. Your birthday gift to me. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a good show. <laughs> I'll take my shirt well, off while I do the show. <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> All right, man. I'll be love listening you. later. All right. All right. Love you <laughs> there too. you go. Smoochies, smoochies. Aaron's too tall. Thank you, buddy. There he is. Birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, we didn't ask him how old he was. Yeah, I always feel weird asking people how old they are. I'm gonna say ninety. That's just a guess, though. You could take the. I don't want anyone asking me how old I. I'll take the under. But uh, 
You know, he listens to the show every week, so he knows we have nothing. I think he feels well, we like, oh, I'm something. used. No, that's true. You did make a, you did make a game or whatever a bit. Are we bringing Tuffy and Jank on now? Yeah, because like Jank's our de facto music expert when Brandon's not around, right? Like he's the next in line for music expert, I'd say. I suppose. <laughs> then, yeah. Jank. Hey, I am also shirtless. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm fanless. Oh, up. look at that. Same. We're doing all right tonight, then. <laughs> this is a sexy hey, show. How's, how's, the new, how's the new car running, Jay? Uh, real good. Yeah, I like it a lot. No issues whatsoever. Nice. All right. Um, yeah. Tuffy? We're bringing on Tuffy? Let's see. I bet he's eating. <laughs> Tuffy! I just finished eating some Taco Bell. Oh, nice. Oh. Would you yeah. get Chalupa? Uh, Chalupa Supreme, a quesalupa, and some chips and cheese. Ooh. What's a quesalupa? Mm. The chalupa with another shell around it with a bunch of cheese in between them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I've had the, like, uh, oh, I've had that before. I know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Supreme Chalupa is the best thing on the menu for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I love it. What's up, Tuffy? But, uh, uh, well, I have a car news segment for the uh, episode this week. Oh, uh, cool. I got rear-ended today. Nothing major. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it was just like basically scratches on my bumper, but it's probably going to cost like $3,000 to fix because, <laughs> you know. You sound yep. like you have whiplash. Think so. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you going to yeah, are you even bother getting it fixed? Like, why bother if it's just scratchy? Cause yeah, because it's like I don't want to scratch bumper. <laughs> what a fancy boy, Tuffy! <laughs> what a fancy lad. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I was gonna get like, it's still too nice to drive around with a scratch bumper. That makes. You know sense. what I mean? Like, is it something you can That's fix? That's what bumpers just, like, are getting a little, for. little thing of paint. That's what bumpers uh, are for. Well, I'm with you, man. I say you get that bumper fixed. Yeah, listen, <laughs> if I had hit somebody and I damaged my own car and it was just a little scratch, I'd say, yeah, I don't need to get that fixed, but <laughs> I think I'm sure. Yeah, they're paying for it. I, yeah. I won't, you know, thankfully, fingers crossed, knock on wood and all that. I've only been involved in one minor fender bender. I was at a red light. And this lady's coming down the hill behind me, and she just, I don't know, forgot to stop. And <laughs> she just ran into my back end. And it wasn't like, she wasn't going super fast or anything, but it was, you know, startling when it hit you. So we pulled over into the the uh, little gas station there, and I looked at the back of my car, and it was fine. I said, I don't worry about it. <laughs> I just went on my way. Nice. You don't want to be yeah. bothered. Yeah, I've had one or two of those bothered with that. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't want to be bothered with all the paperwork and the phone calls and the insurance well, company. Yeah, like, the accident wasn't a problem. It's just going to be a hassle, because, like, so, you know, I got out of the car. I was at a red light, front of the line, turning right, kind of lurched forward and then stopped because there was traffic coming. And he lurched behind me but didn't stop. Good so I get out of the car, oh, and he's like some <laughs> – yeah, it's like some 20-year-old kid. And he's like, I got insurance. I was like, all right, let's go pull in that parking lot. Look <laughs> at my car, and it's like, 
Yeah, that's got to get fixed, so I'm going to call the cops just to get a report. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, shit. This is why Tuffy's a lawyer. That kid's well, never going to see the light like, of day again. CYA. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's like he's, you know, pulls up his insurance on his phone. I take a picture of his insurance stuff, but it's like if I call my insurance, they're going to want a police report, so. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you show up and rough this kid up, Mackie style, like throw him against the car? <laughs> no, the cop uh, showed up and did, I think, the absolute least he could do and just, you know, took my insurance card, his insurance card, wrote them both on one piece of paper, printed it off, and gave it to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He had a Didn't, case of like Luba to get me, back to. Yeah. <laughs> he asked me what happened. I said I was at the red light. I, you know, moved forward a little and then stopped, and he hit me. Asked the other guy, is that was he stopped when you hit him? He said, yeah. He's like, okay, let me go write this up. Not a lot of investigating. Because <laughs> well, then he I, prints off pretty, this thing. Kind of like a whole forensic thing? <clears throat> yeah, prints off the, you know, insurance information for both of us and says, oh, here's a thing. You have to go fill this out because you got in an accident. It's like some guy hit me. I gotta go fill out a form now that says I was in an accident. Hey, yep. that's the so I go, law. Yeah, so I go online to fill that out today, and it's that's even a hassle. It's like, what's your driver's license number? What's your insurance exactly. policy? When is it effective? It's like that shit's in my car. I gotta go get that out of my car now. <laughs> and then well, there was a box you don't that asked crash to, bump. You're yeah. so scared of a crash bumper, you're going through all this bullshit. Yeah. And it's scratched plastic, too. It's not even like it's going to rust. <laughs> what do you drive? But the, a Subaru Forester. Is that like a station wagon? <laughs> nah, it's like a small... SUV? It's like every small SUV okay. on the road. It's like a Ford Escape-sized SUV. Oh, okay. I got you. So then there's a box on this form that says, did the police investigate the accident? And it was like... Well, Maybe, well. I guess. Like, he was there. He asked me what happened. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't exactly yeah, uh, no pull out the magnifying but... glass and look at everything. but He didn't call Dexter. <laughs> yeah, we didn't what? do any crash reconstruction or anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, when both people agree on strings. what happened, you don't have to do that. You understand? When you just said, yeah, that's exactly what happened. But we no investigation needs. Yeah. yeah. Get you a mean mouth in the police. Well, you know, it's like an overweight middle-aged middle-aged white guy. He's kind of a stereotypical cop. If he had a donut in his hand, he could have been, you know, Chief Wiggum, pretty much. Again, so just be healing the police. Just, just be happy you weren't murdered. Just for being, you know, just for calling him. Like I'm surprised he didn't take two shots at you. <laughs> now, now Tuffy, I don't want to yeah. like you know get it too much into your your uh, personal business here, but your job. Uh-huh. Doesn't it have something to do with the police? Uh, it's related. Yeah. Yeah, you're still, man, sticking to them. Tuffy, are you know, wearing a guy, shirt? He's seen all their dirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can pop my pants off if you need me to. No, no, I don't need you to. <laughs> He'd just <laughs> like it. <laughs> Whatever you want to do on this show. I'm going to take my shirt off. I don't. So you're not sore one ball out. No, I mean, he was probably going like three miles an hour when he hit me. There's no damage to his car because it was like his license plate cover scratched my bumper. But you know what? There's going to be damage now to his insurance rate. <laughs> oh, because you well, don't want yeah. to scratch bumper. <laughs> yeah, he's probably, you know what he's doing yeah. right now? He's he sitting around with his friends like, 
this fucking old dude. He's crying about a fucking scratch on his little bumper yeah. like a bitch. Yeah, yeah it's going to happen. Is that kid and his friends are going to get a class of 84 on you, and they're going to show up at your house? Possibly? Yeah. I thought about that because the cop gives me the uh, you know information exchange. It's got like my yeah. home address on it. It's like, hey, come on. I'm an old man here. Yeah. This is yeah, dangerous. This is the start of a film. Oh, because Tucker uh-huh. doesn't want to scratch yeah. They're going to come spray red paint on your face. Well, that's going to be the real uh, just hassle about this is, like, to get it fixed, I'm going to have to drop it off at a body shop. They're going to have to hold it for a day or two to put a new bumper on it, probably. <laughs> you yeah. see, all this bullshit you're going through because you don't want to stretch. It yeah, gives I'm at the point now where I was like, I would just take the check and go buy a TV or something. Well, I got the guy's <laughs> phone number. I could still call him and say, yeah, it's giving like a thousand bucks. We'll call it Square. Thousand bucks for a scratch bumper. <laughs> hey, you got to they got to replace that whole thing. It's got, you know, the backup sensors. That ain't going to be a cheap part. Oh shit. Yeah. If there's electronics involved. You're you're boned. Yeah, they're going to have to rip off the whole bumper cuz it's like two pieces. There's like a painted piece and then just like a plastic piece. If that has the backup sensors in it and that's all scratched up. You can't buff out plastic. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck, Tommy. I hope it all works out. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of uh, paperwork i got to do still, and I'm not that motivated of a person, so nothing's going to be. given up already. You just got to make sure you do it at work, so you're getting paid to do it, and then you'll have all kind of motivation. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Jake, that's not a good example to set for people listening <laughs> it's just gonna work to work. Earn your oh, I'm doing uh, it all uh, wrong. Well, well think time for we know paperwork. This. Nah, no, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm real worried because even Street Dreamer's not here tonight. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, usually he's in the bubble or the chat box or whatever, but I don't see his name in there. Even Uh-oh. he's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 13 years of nonsense. Yeah. All right. Let's get to more some more nonsense. Celebrity song. You ready? Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of them. There is a lot of celebrities. So wait, well, before you wait, what, so what's going on? Are you just going to play a clip and we're going to try to guess who this person was or are we going to know these? Yeah, it's not really a game. Ooh. It's just a top 11 list. And you can like, oh, okay. like we'll play the we'll play the clip and then. But can, what I'm getting at are these very obscure or are these kind of known famous celebrity songs. These are obscure. Like okay, like yeah. Chunky. I'm, a. I'm sure you'll guess a few of them. Who is Chunky A? I have no idea. <laughs> Chunky A was. Does that jank? Do you know who Chunky A is? Not a clue. Chunky A was Arsenio Hall. He was a rapper. <laughs> And he had a fat suit, and he had a song called You Make Me Say Ah. And it was about all these girls okay. he banged in his life. But he was like a big, fat rapper called Chunky A. Okay, I remember this now. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I've had many girls in my life and time. <laughs> like, he kind of had that thing going on. And then it's like, um, yeah, I can't remember how it goes. But I could probably sing it, but it, it doesn't matter. You could just yeah. I think he's doing an impression of uh, cameo. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a cameo. That's the band I'm looking for. The name. He does sound like cameo. 
By the way, did you see uh, Coming to America 2? Apparently, I did watch it, yes. I did. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I watched it last weekend. All right, well, maybe we'll save that for later in the show. We'll tease another little bit. You can talk okay. about that. And I watched right, Pitch so Perfect I'll... 2 and 3. Oh, Street Dreamer is there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Street Dreamer is there. Everything's good. Street Dreamer right. is fine. Yeah, <laughs> we can continue with the show. All right, yeah. so uh, top 11 celebrity songs. I'll play the song. You can guess, see if you guys can tell who it is. I think this first one will be pretty easy, all right? You ready? Yep. He's a star, but to get this far, somebody had to help. It takes all kinds to help you find confidence in yourself. You can count on some as a rule of thumb, but most you can't depend. When things get hot and you're in a spot, your parents are your friends. You won't come to harm in your parents' arms. They'll never let you fall. When they hear cry, they don't ask why. They answer when you call. Who's sick and thin? You can count them in. They'll stand right by your side. When all seems lost at any cost, your parents will provide. Believe it, because every word is true. I can talk all day, but the rest is up to you. Honor thy mother and father. The Bible makes it clear. If you break the rules, God help you. Ooh, you got Mr. Peter Fear. All right, I stopped it. I holy hell, <laughs> I didn't think that so clip long. was that long. <laughs> I, I may have just uploaded. We the gotta really capture the all the verses to get where it's going. <laughs> I have a feeling that's what happened. I uploaded the whole song and not, instead of the clip I made <laughs> because that was very. Long. Oh, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> that's Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T's Commandments yep. from 1984. Now, Jake, you're a big Mr. T fan. Did you have that album? Uh, I did not, but I have some of his other songs from, like, this Mr. T's Be Somebody VHS tape he made. Um, that <laughs> fucking tape is amazing. <laughs> and the songs are just, like, him going, like, a bunch of kids singing, and then he'll be like, you heard me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're really trying to hide this guy's singing. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's got arms that move and a fistful of rings. You can't pretend that Mr. T is real tough and mean. Mr. T, you remember Mr. T like the uh, action figure doll? I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. I think I had. I had. I had a T for sure. I definitely had a Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not. Stay in drugs. Don't do school. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, here's here's number ten. Now I'm guessing no one will be able to guess who this is, but uh, right. here we go. It's a TV star, sitcom TV star.
think I uploaded the full song there again. Any guesses? Any guesses? One of these days, who do you think? I'm going to say that. It is not Telly Savalas. <laughs> is it Mark Lynn Baker? No. <laughs> it's not Mark hmm. That's who it sounds <laughs> But I appreciate the guess. I appreciate the guess. Uh, Tuffy, yeah. any any thoughts? Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, that is Donnie Most from Happy Days. Ralph Mouth. Really? From, uh, Ralph Mouth. Donnie Most. <laughs> oh, no, he was Potsy. Now. He was Potsy. No, Donnie Most was Ralph Mouth. Anson Williams was Potsy. Anson, oh, okay, yeah. so it is Ralph Mouth. That's Ralph Mouth. Yep. Wow. 1976. And on the cover oh. of the album, they have a big sticker that says, Ralph, from Happy Days. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> there you go. Is he still alive? I think so. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Number nine. Should have never messed with the Macho Man Randy Savage, dude. Right. You're in trouble now. Oh no, you better watch yourself, cause I'm bad for your health and I'm about ready to go. Now there's gonna be trouble. Oh no, you better watch yourself, cause I'm bad for your health, you're feeling the wrath of Macho. Now there's gonna be trouble. Everybody wants to talk. I heard it all before, but by the time I'm done with you, you're laying flat on the floor. I'm the macho man, number one exterminator. You see me come your way, you better say your prayers. I'm sick and tired of all the speculation. You talk that junk, now you're a hospital patient. I told you before that Randy ain't playing. Now you're all walled up, that's the price you're paying. You're saying, sorry, but it's too late now. Cause I get you and dismiss you like a bastard child. You're knocked out and don't know how. Take it from your jump to something I don't allow. Randy Savage. <laughs> Randy Savage. And I'm looking Wasn't through the... Wasn't any worse uh, than DMX? Oh, it's <laughs> worse. What do you think about it? <laughs> That's Macho Man. The song is going to be Trouble from 2003. He did that. 2003. <laughs> Street Dreamer <laughs> loves this album, and he says Be a Man is the best song off of that album. <laughs> yes, the, na- the name of the album is Be a Man. Yeah. 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 Um. And I'm looking at the switchboard here. Jerry, oh yeah. And I'm looking at the soundboard. I apparently uploaded all the lo- regular, the, the full length songs. Mm-hmm. So I spent, I spent an hour cutting these clips. Then you fumbled at the goal line. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what so, happened. Yeah. So that's good. But anyway. Oh fuck! Now this means some of these clips are going to be a little. Because uh, I, I I was okay. Nope. Yep. They're all the full length songs. Son of a bitch. Because <laughs> some of them need to be in certain spots. But all right. Anyway, what can you do? All right, number eight. They'll get better as we go along. You understand? Okay. Did you have to let it linger? <laughs> no, I, I never really had a friend to talk to until you. 
never had a special place to go and kick my shoes off and really sing the blues when I was ideas i don't really know i'm gonna guess it's john denver's brother ron denver (laughs) (laughs) very good guess uh now i'm just gonna go ahead and say this is terry bradshaw terry wow that was bradshaw whoa from uh from 1979 until you is the name of the song you may have guessed until you terry bradshaw you were a country from eternal damnation. Terry <laughs> <laughs> Bradshaw. That uh, bit is so good. Yeah. Well, God, re- reading books on tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number seven. Somewhere around there. 
12-ish? No. Uh, eight. 2008. Oh, that's it. So look at this. Four years before Iron Man. He was hurting for a while. Yeah. yeah. Those were the dark times. <laughs> there were no Sherlock Holmes in Iron Man's. He was still pretty and, high and again, probably when he recorded that. And again, because I fucked up the audio clips, uh, we're going to have to power through some of these uh, at the beginnings because they usually cut out the beginnings to get, you know, until we get to where the actual lyrics are. So we're just going to have to power mm-hmm. through, all right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, number six. It'll eat some time. Yeah, exactly. Are you ready? <laughs> Action! All right, there you go. I think that one's kind of easy. Yeah, Larry, go ahead. I think that's Jackie Chan. (laughs) That is correct. It's Jackie Chan. (laughs) The song is called Movie Star from 1984, and he has like 12 albums. He's done a lot of albums. Really? (laughs) Yeah, like 11 or 12, something like that. Yeah, Jackie Chan. (laughs) He doesn't stick around. Does he sing in English? Does he ever do it in Chinese? No, no idea. But, uh, the singing Chan. wasn't good, but uh, the music on that I, I kind of liked. Yeah, the singing is terrible. <laughs> nice Are we ready? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was going to guess uh, Bronson <laughs> intro. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, uh, no Bronson Pincho or Mark Lynn Baker, sadly, on the list. Mm. All right, number five, uh, the only lady on the list. Oh, nice. uh, it just worked oh, out no that lady. way. But, uh, and I love this lady. Zoe Deschanel.
Let's go there it bang. Is. The song is called Yeah, the song is called Let's Go Bang. Oh. Let's go bang. <laughs> All right. Wow. Any guesses who that is? Oh, man, I don't know. He Lisa Bonet. I, I love. <laughs> no, it's not Lisa Bonet. I love this lady though. I, I she's smoking hot. I really fan of her. <laughs> this is from 1995. 1995. Colby Smolders. <laughs> no, but I do like Colby Smolders. Because <laughs> she was also Robin Sparkles uh, on that show. This is Jennifer Love Hewitt. 1999. Oh, wow. She was 16 years old, and she's singing a song called Let's Go Back. <laughs> I think the adults in her life plays, left that out. <laughs> she's still <laughs> smoking <laughs> hot. Oh, I love Jennifer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's yeah. very, but, very uh, hot. Oh, yeah. But, well, the adults in her life were not <laughs> helping her out. Let's go bang. 16-year-old. Let's right. go bang. <laughs> JLH. All right. Number four. From far beyond the galaxies, I've journeyed to this place to study the behavior patterns of the human race. And I find them highly illogical. Girl meets boy. They fall in love. She says he's everything she's dreamed of. But when they get married, before he's aware, she changes his habits, the way he combs his hair. She changes him to someone he's never been. And then complains he's not like other men. Now really, I find this most illogical. Take the case of your automobile. Greatest invention since man discovered wheels. Hydromatic overdrive, floor on the floor. Push button windows, push button doors. Double barrel carburetors rush you any place, but you never can find a parking space. Highly illogical. Yikes. <laughs> I think everyone can tell. Still better than Shannon. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard yeah. Nimoy, highly illogical. Is the name mm. of that song? Yeah, nineteen sixty-eight. How about that? That song's great. <laughs> yeah, that was catchy. He should have called it like it "In Search of Pitch," because there's nothing there. That is just a <laughs> fucking flat song. He's just talking. I find, He's not even rapping. I find your criticism highly illogical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number three. Copy. Tuffy, you like Star oh. Trek? Wait, Tuffy, do you like Star Trek? You are you, are you, uh, are you, I've never really watched it. Yeah, all right. Most Star Wars people don't. I'm sure Jank likes it. Like, Jank likes uh, a lot of sci- <laughs> sci-fi, right, Jank? Yeah, I never really watched a bunch of the original series. Like, I watched the movies, but... Yeah, right. like I like Next Gen and, I don't know, even Voyager I watched when I was a kid. Voyager? All right. Number three. Number three. 
Don't ask me what tomorrow will bring Ask me how I enjoy the day Don't ask me what songs I'm gonna sing Just turn your ear my way Don't ask me where I'm going Ask me where I've been Don't ask me what I'm gonna be Ask me what I am All right, there you go. From 1973. It's a big oh. movie actor. Big, big movie. Is it Abe Vigoda? <laughs> no. Robert Goulet. <laughs> no. Burt But he did Reynolds. have a mustache. It is Burt Reynolds. Holy hell. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just sounded like Burt Reynolds about halfway through that thing. Burt Reynolds, Ask Me What I Am, 1973. How about that? The answer was Turd Ferguson. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right, number two. Yeah. There you go. When I become a man, any ideas? Uh, you love this guy, Larry. You love this. All guy. right. Hmm. I was going to guess Clint Howard, but I don't know how Larry feels about him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess Ron not, Howard. It is not Ron Howard. It is not Clint Howard. Is it? Oh. Jay North. That is correct. Dennis the Menace himself. <laughs> Jay North. I can just tell by the way he said man. <laughs> I heard it. It's Dennis the Menace. I, that song's great. That is way better than anything on Brandon's Top 100. Yes. <laughs> I thought, True. yeah, I was like, why? The fucking kid. <laughs> I guess uh, we got Webster one left. also made. Yeah, one left. Uh, I saw that Webster also made an album uh, about good secrets and bad secrets about how to help kids Uh-oh. not be molested. But I didn't oh. want to get into it. I didn't want, I didn't want to play. It. <laughs> yeah, that's I just Gary's didn't want to get LCS. into it. Yeah. My buddy Gary told me a secret. <laughs> All right, number one. Now this one's a little long because, uh, again, I fucked up the audio clip. And the funny thing is, Larry, when I was cutting all these audio clips up, because there's a you got to export the sound as an MP3 and then save it. And usually I, yeah. I save it as a different file name, like select yes. song number one or whatever. Right, but I wasn't. I didn't finalize the list yet in my head, so I'm like, well, I'll just keep them as the same name, and then I'll just or I, I won't confuse them when I upload them. Yeah, I'll confuse them. <laughs> well, I'll exactly give you a I tip. Do. Like what I do is, um, 
Like, if, if I don't want to, like, because when you put them in the file, so you have the original file name. So, like, when I cut the clip, I put, like, the same file name, like, if it's whatever, J North, but I'll say LCS J North. Then I'll know that's uh, the one I clipped. Yeah. Well, usually I, I rename it, like, I rename it in the ranking of the order, but I just didn't have the order set. So I'm like, oh, all right, I'll figure it out later. Mm. Basically, what I'm saying is I was trying to cut corners because I was, you know, trying to mm. save time, right? Haste mm. makes waste. And I should mention, I did all this two hours before the show. It's not like, you know, it's a long talk. <laughs> it's more than I um, did. Yeah. <laughs> I hustled yeah, here. But, uh, I'm happy about it. All right. But the point of that is, this part, like, to get to the part I want you to hear in this song, we might have to listen maybe two minutes. We're just going to have to deal with it. All right. Well, everybody grab a beer and just sit back for two minutes. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Number one. Yes, I. You see me out there? My girl, Lollipop. My girl, Lollipop. Frazier and Shaggy? Oh, <laughs> that, is <incorrect. laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy we're looking for was the guy kind of like singing, not the guy doing the really fast uh, like, not the reggae kind of song. Style. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the fast reggae. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that part. guy is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> the guy who was so, kind of singing is, is yeah. the one we're looking for. Hmm. Christopher Mintz Plot. <laughs> I'll say this Even though this came out in 2005 This guy's movie career is pro- It probably peaked in the late 80s Early 90s Eddie Murphy No, we're looking for Steven Seagal 
Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and the album huh. is called Songs <laughs> from the Crystal Cave, and that song is a lollipop. Steven Seagal. That's not the kind of music I would picture Steven Seagal making. Uh uh. Yeah, yeah. He put in some reggae. I picture him more like a limp biscuit guy. (laughs) So there you go. Um, Top 11 celebrity songs. That was interesting, I think. Yeah. Killed some time. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, We learned learned about Steven Seagal. We learned about uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think uh, who else? Chunky A. Yeah. <laughs> <Chunky A. laughs> right, I wanted to tell A. you, you know, like right above where you play the clips, like underneath where it says guest call in on the switchboard. There, there's like like a little magnifying glass and a cloud. Yes. Do you see? The, like you can hit that cloud and upload audio clips right now from your computer. I don't know if you're using the same thing you used to. Uh, yeah, I yeah. am. I did not know that. So look at you. Yeah, I just I forgot to mention that. <laughs> but next time. That's all right. You, you, know, got, you, can... you got an extra minute of lollipop. That was yeah. My mess up Seagal. actually paid off in the end because we had more <laughs> lollipop. Do you think Steven Seagal <laughs> could beat up Dana White? Uh, now or at their peak? Yeah. No, now. Uh, see, Dana White uh, apparently used to be a boxing coach or an instructor, but he's basically right. a cardio instructor. Uh, but he is jacked up on HGH, and his head is like three times the size of a normal head now because of the HGH. So I'm guessing Dana could probably take him now. But isn't Steven yeah. Seagal like like he's pretty good at you know? Well, he's a master. He got of pretty keto. fat. <laughs> a keto. He's a master, but a keto. And that's like the one martial art that no one takes seriously. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like he's not. Isn't he into judo and stuff as well? Uh, I just know him to be a master of Aikido. And so what's Aikido? Like, like where you just kind of try to talk it out? Yeah, it's kind of like a defensive style martial art. Like there's no real striking or anything. It's a little like judo. Um, yeah, it's some like throws. A Miyagi. Is it like the keto diet? <laughs> no, no, it's A-K-I-D-O. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. Hmm. I, I think saw Dana that one YouTube kid head. wants to fight Dana White or something. I have no idea who that is. Uh, the one, uh, one Logan. The Pauls? One, yeah, Paul Logan. Uh, <laughs> well, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Oh, yeah, that's Paul. his name, Logan Paul. And he's fighting some guy <laughs> named Ben Askrew or something like that. Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so they're fighting <laughs> on some pay-per-view coming up. And uh, so then there's like a big bet going on with Snoop Dogg, and they're calling Dana White out. And then, I don't know, he, I think he challenged Dana White to fight. Well, Dana's in his 50s, you know? I hear you. I don't know. But isn't that – I mean, I see that kid's all jacked up and shit, but doesn't he just, like, yeah. play video games? Like, what does that kid – like, what's that kid famous for? Wait, I don't think he's going to be much of a fighter. No, well, both of those Paul boys are, like, taking boxing. Like, do you see him knock who, – who knocked out Nate Robinson? Which one of them Paul boys? He, he knocked Nate well, Robinson I, the fuck out. Yeah, but Nate Robinson is just a basketball player, though. <laughs> I hear you. But 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 they take boxing class like they're being trained to be boxers. They still suck. But in terms of like celebrities, <laughs> they're tough. You know? But he's but isn't like Ben Askren like a UFC fighter though. Ben Askren was a champion, and uh, so he's going to destroy this kid, right? 
Well, the thing is that Ben Askren was a wrestler. He could not strike with a dam. He has no striking yeah. at all. But he's an really? elite-level wrestler, so he would just take people down. So there is a slim chance that this kid could – but I think Askren's a pro athlete, though. He's coming off a hip surgery. He had hip mm-hmm. replacement. So this is his first thing he's done since a hip replacement. Uh, yeah, he can't strike, bad. so he, he can't wrestle. But he can take a beating. Like he's used to getting punched by pro- he's used to getting punched by professional athletes, and he has elite level cardio. And he's wrestling. So what he's going to happen is he's going to you know it's like Homer Simpson. He's just going to let uh, Logan Paul punch himself out, and then he'll stop him probably in like round seven or eight, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but Ben Askren can't punch for the fuck. So oh, are they boxing? Yeah, they're just boxing. If it was MMA. Oh, yeah. I thought they but, were UFCing. Oh. No, no, no. no, no, no. Uh, well, that's, yeah, just boxing. that's way Yeah, so Ben Askren cannot – if it was UFC, Ben Askren would beat him in 30 seconds. You know, but that's it, what yeah. I was saying. I didn't get – I didn't understand why you were like, well, I don't know. But, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, he can't punch in. They're yeah, boxing. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a rigged right. competition there. <laughs> but, like, Askren even came out and said, I'm probably going to finish my, like, round eight. So even Askren thinks it's going to take a while. <laughs> you know, he's not going to beat him quickly. <laughs> okay, I thought you were just, that's what, you just that's have to stand there and be like, said, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so tough. <laughs> you ain't so yeah. tough. But, uh, like, I, I, how does this kid have so much money from being on YouTube? How do we get on YouTube? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> the world's a yeah. fucking cesspool. Because there's two of everyone. them. There's a brother, too, who also thinks he's yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know which one's fighting after and which one. They both box, right? Don't they both do these fights? I have no idea. I have I no know. idea. I thought, I thought it was only the one guy. I think the other one, I thought he was canceled or something for something. Canceled. You're canceled. <laughs> I, I think one they of them canceled. One of them shot a video like, uh, yeah. yeah. With what? Uh, he was in Japan, yeah. and there was, like, a guy who had committed suicide in a forest, and they oh, filmed that's it right. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. They went, yes. That famous forest where everybody kills themselves, and he was in there filming mm-hmm. bodies and shit. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, well uh, you, you guys, since you guys don't know the UFC, you may not know the, this fellow. is Jan Blahovic. He's the, what is it, the uh, middleweight champion? Or light heavyweight champion? What was it? Yeah, light heavyweight. Uh, two of five. You gotta um, tell me I got a but, fat head of him on my wall. <laughs> but he just fought. He just fought Israel Adesanya. He's the middleweight champ. He was coming up to try and be a champ, champ. And Jan just beat him last weekend. So Jan is still the lightweight champ. But the point is, uh, he's from Poland. And a few years back, he was going through the forest in Poland, and he found a guy just hanging, and you know, he hung himself in the forest. So and. Uh, so Jan called the authority, you know, whatever he got the authorities to come in, whatever. And as they were taking the body away, Jan took a piece of the rope that the guy hung himself with. Why? And he kept it as like a, he kept it and he made it like a bracelet. Out of it, and he's been wearing that bracelet. And ever since he's, he's done that, he's been undefeated and he uh, won the championship. And he's just a totally different fighter now. All That's because of, he found a rope from. That not, sounds like a Stephen King book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was on the verge of being he I forget what he was at one point in the UFC I think he was like one in four or when he started out in the UFC they were almost going to cut him and then he rallied and he went on this big streak and then he, when he got that rope he started knocking dudes out now he's the champ and he's a superstar well because that dead dude in the Polish forest how about that 
I think if I was just walking through the forest and I saw somebody hanging, I think I'd, that would fuck me up for the rest of my life. I don't yeah, think he would be walking through the forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not likely. But that's what I'm saying. So if I was walking to my bathroom and I saw someone hanging there, I'd be really fucked up. Yeah, yeah I would be fucked up <laughs> if I just saw if I walked up on somebody hanging. Anyway, so there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get into class of '84, do you want to talk uh, coming to America too, Larry? Do you want to tell us all about it? Um, it's on the Prime. It uh, came out last week. You know, if you have Prime, it's free. Um, it's basically, uh, what happens is, it turns out, I guess when Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio Hall were here in America, back in the original one, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy hooked up with this girl. And uh, they had a baby. He forgot all about it because he was high. She got him high and drunk and shit. And he ended up banging her. Well, but it, it, it turns out it's Leslie Jones, and she's fucking hysterical in the movie. She's great. Leslie Jones, hilarious. Right. Tracy Morgan, hilarious in this movie. Those two are great. So she plays the mom of the the, the prince. He's like, you know, he's the uh, heir to Zamunda, so, or wherever they're from. But anyway, so Eddie Murphy, like, he goes, he comes over back over to America to get this kid, and he, they take the kid and the family. Everybody goes back to Zamunda. You know, so that's where the comedy is, where, like, you know, they're, like, you know, New York-type people living in, like, you know, high society. Leslie Jones is very, very funny. But long story short, it's it's it's, it's just more of a nostalgia ride. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, that dude from the first movie, yeah, hi, he's back again for a second, and... It, it, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I would say watch it one time if you if you enjoy the first one, but it, it it's not great. Like a six. Yeah, but maybe. Chunk, Chunky A is in it though, right? Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's all over it. <laughs> you know, the barber shop guys are there. Randy Jackson and Sexual Chocolate are there. You know, it's all it's all the same cast. You know, Peaches shows up at the end. All the DJs want to feel my breath. I don't know. It it was all right. It was okay. Um, But, uh, yeah, last weekend, Nick and I, we had a pitch-perfect triple feature on Saturday. It was pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So you went back and watched the first one again to kick it off? No, we watched the first one at the end. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, we watched the first one back at the end. That's, so, all right. Yeah, it was kind of like, well, we watched two and then we watched three, and we just went into bed, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to put one on, and then, you know, we fell asleep probably an hour into it or whatever. Just something to fall asleep <laughs> to. But, uh, so, Pitch Perfect 2, um, really good. It's very good. <laughs> you don't think they could do it again, but they do it again. It's very funny. Yeah, three is not as good. I'm going to tell you that. Right yeah, now. three looks like a train wreck. Oh, three really comes off the rails the last you yeah. know, 40, 40 minutes or so because it turns into like this absurdity. And it's like, what is going on? This is like a spy movie now. It's so dumb. But uh, two is very good. And there's a girl in that movie. Um She's the leader of, like, this German troop called Das 
sound machine, and she's smoking hot. My fucking God, is she hot. <laughs> and, like, there's this running joke throughout the whole thing where, like, um, Doss Sound Machine, like, you know, they're rivals with the, the Bardem Bellas, which is, like, you know, Anna Kendrick's team. And so, like, when, uh, when Doss Sound Machine, when the girl from there is always talking shit, she's always talking shit on the Bardem Bellas. And, like, Anna Kendrick's, like, kind of falling in love with this lady. It just, it, it, it's very fucking funny. I don't know. It's it's a good movie. That's all I'm saying. Three not 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 as good. <laughs> but you know, all all in all, I'm I'm pretty happy with the Pitch Perfect movies. I might have to buy them on DVD or something. Hey hey Larry, do you know La- Lana is in those movies? Are you aware of that? No. Yeah. What she, Lana from WWE? Yeah, WWE like, Lana. Yeah. Really? Well, I don't know, I'll have to look into this. Yeah, uh, I gotta get my glasses. Oh, she's in two. <laughs> no, I, I know. I know she's in number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's her real name? Like C. J. Perry or something like that. Uh, or maybe Parker, something like that. There. Yeah. Oh, oh, holy shit! There it is. First thing she's known for: Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Opening bell is number nine. The biggest thing I remember from watching that first movie was like, this is kind of funny. I'm not hating this, except for the parts with all the singing. <laughs> the singing is Just get rid of the singing from the Pitch Perfect movie. It'd be all right. The singing great. <laughs> I just yeah, don't like acapella music. It just, I, it's I, crazy. I understand that, but it, it's not like, yeah, I don't know. I look at it, it's more, it's just a musical, you know what I mean? It's like Grease. The acapella stuff is really – they're really good at it, though. They're good at it, I'm but... trying to – I'm trying to find the uh, the girl from this – oh, Das Sound Machine. Uh, yes. I can't I can't remember her name. Uh, I can look it up. I can't remember her name. In the movie. Bridget Hjort Sorensen. <laughs> but she's always dressed in, like, you know, tight latex and shit. Not latex, like, you know, spandex and – always black and her hair's in a tight bun. She looks kind of like Lana, you know what I mean? But hot. You sure it's not Lana? <laughs> it's not. It's not Lana. No, no, no. It's Bridget Jort Sorensen. I don't well, know it's how like you say it. It's Bridget. Yeah, Bridget. Yeah, yeah. But she she's very hot. Um. So yeah, she was born Tuffy. in she was born in eighty two. So that's pretty good. That's yeah, she's not. Yeah, she ain't no, you know, any creepy. Tuffy, watch the Pitch Perfect movies. Come on, man. I've seen the first two, I think. No, oh, you you like them? Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty good. Don't watch the third one, Tuffy. Just don't do it. I'll try not to. And, yeah. And other than that, I, I've been on a pretty long Larry Sanders run the last week or so. Oh, nice. I'm watching that on uh, HBO Max. So it's it's pretty good. I, I found out, remember Darlene from, like, the first three seasons and shit? Um, she, she was, like, Hank's assistant before Scott Thompson shows up. Super yeah, that's hot. a hot one. Oh, my God. So I found out, like, that was Larry's woman, and that's how she got on that yeah. show. So That was no Yeah, that was pretty well known. And, and so, like, um, she's from Pittsburgh, too. I didn't know that. But anyways... Uh, so, like, it turns out, like, they, they were together and shit, and, um, 
you know, it got to the point where, like, she wanted kids and he didn't want kids, so they ended up, like, you know, breaking up or whatever. And she said everything was fine. Every, we were all friends. Everything was great. And, they, you know, she want, they, the network and shit wanted her to sign paperwork saying, like, you weren't going to come after Larry's, you know, any part of the Larry Sanders show, nothing, nothing with his money, you know. So she signed all the paperwork, and then they fired her a week later. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, so I tried calling Larry, and he never took my calls again. <laughs> yeah. But it's been pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, if you're scoring at home, Lana is C.J. Perry, and uh, yeah. yeah, she's in the fr- she played a former Bella, and uh, yeah, I saw that, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back and watch him again, which I probably will at some point, but um, I'll look harder because I, you know, I wasn't paying attention to. It. There's all, there's, you know, there's people all over in these movies. There's like always. Shouldn't they put the Bella twins in this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Synergy right there. <laughs> no, Haley Steinfeld is better than the Bellas. Mm. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Rebel Wilson is great. She's she's the best part of the movies. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tuffy, you like Fat Amy? I wouldn't say she's the best part of the movies. Uh, she's the best. <laughs> no. She's certainly not part of the movies. <laughs> Nick and I are huge fans of Fatty. She's a large part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Nick high five and shit when she comes on the screen. <laughs> That's it. That's what I've been watching. I uh I watched Doctor Strange again. Put on Doctor Strange this week. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Is it still down? <laughs> oh, so you, you like that one, Jack? You like the Doctor Strange? Yeah, that was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, it's not it like inter- you know Ragnarok good, yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I enjoy, enjoy it. It's fine. Uh, they did some interesting things with the uh, visual effects and all that, and so yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought it was cool. It's, I don't, I don't know, know what they're going to do with this next movie if they got to put in Wanda and somebody else, and they still got to touch back on the Baron Mordo stuff from the first one because they were setting him up to be the villain and shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're setting him up to be well, the villain, but he's the he's the the guy who had the most morals of the whole group. He was standing by, yeah. you know, what was right. Yeah, they put. Yeah, they, they kind of did too good a villain. job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kind of had a point on this one. In the comic, yeah, the he ancient was one dick, was, the... but in the movie, he was he was good. <laughs> yeah, he he was making the right call there. Um, but I guess that's what makes a good villain, you know, that they're right <laughs> in their own way. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I got Peacock set up, Larry. I, I got the Peacock set up. So, oh, hey. yeah, when's that? When's that transition take uh, place? Uh, March 18th. So next, what, Thursday? So do I have to, like, do I have to resubscribe, or does my network thing just transfer over? Well, your network thing is done. It, like, will not exist. So, But you have Peacock through Comcast, right? So it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but do I? I don't have to pay extra, extra. No. No. Nah, I, mean, I heard maybe, something about five dollars a month somewhere. Uh, maybe if you want to get without commercials. Maybe. Oh. I thought with Comcast you automatically peacock premium. Yeah, you do, but I didn't know mm-hmm. if 
I didn't know if I, I I was unsure if WWE was part of that or if that was because I heard something about five dollars a month. And I was like, all right, well. Yeah, that might be like now. Peacock Premium Plus. Yes, yeah, something like that. That's what I'm getting at. Premium Perhaps. Plus. <laughs> Malenko Plus. Yeah, I had to. I didn't get a new cable box or anything. I had to like. Uh, I had to figure out because apparently Peacock is feuding with Amazon, so they won't let uh. you watch it on a Fire Stick. So I got like a third-party uh. app. Got some bootleg app and put it on, so now I can get it on the Fire <laughs> Stick. Oh, nice. So that worked out. So I watched the the Psych movie because they had the the second Psych movie on there. So I watched that. Yeah, I saw that. What's it called? Like the That's, Return of Somebody or something like that? Uh, Lassie Come Home. Lassie Come Home. Oh, Lassie Come Home. Because okay. the one detective on there is Carlton Lassiter, and they call him Lassie. And how was Psych Two? I was fine. Uh, yeah. Sarah Chalk is in it. Oh, nice. Shock. Yeah, you like her, right? Yeah, she's um, she's cute. RLC show up? No. Nope. Huh. I wish. Uh, Stacy Keeble? It was entertaining. It's fine. No, there's Stacy Keeble. But, uh, yeah, that's all I've watched on the Peacock so far. Just Psych 2. Mm, they got all the Harry Potters on there if you've got nothing to do. I'll pass. All right. <laughs> it was a good movie. You'd watch it if Gary Coleman was one of the wizards. <laughs> oh, yeah, if Gary Coleman was Harry Potter, I would fucking love it. I'd be so much uh, Jake, have you been watching anything? Um, Not a whole lot. I finally watched um, a movie I had never seen this week. Uh, I believe the, the ad has said this movie should win the Oscar every year. <laughs> and I finally watched New Jack City. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. pretty good. I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's when very New 90s, Jack City but I came it. out, I immediately was like, I'm growing that same facial hair as Judd Nelson. Me and Jeffel <laughs> both went for it, like that, that goatee look. I wore that for a while back then. We wanted to be Judd Nelson from New Jack City so bad back in, I guess I was around 91, 92. He's fucking weird in that movie. <laughs> I, I hear ya. He is weird, but like on the cover of the soundtrack, because he had the soundtrack, I think, to New Jack City, and um, he looks so cool and shit, and we're like, yeah, we're going to be Judd Nelson. <laughs> you didn't want to go John Bender, huh? You're just like, no. this is the, uh, <laughs> this is the Judd we love. My hair wouldn't grow coolly, but my facial hair can grow. Yeah, but, true. Yeah, you got to have cool hair. I never had cool hair. No, me neither. So what do you think of New Jack City, though? <laughs> Number one. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Chris Rock. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's very good. I haven't watched that Ice movie in a long tea. time. I used to love it, though. Yeah, I love Ice-T, man. Yeah. It definitely it feels like, in, like a 90s comic book movie, almost. <laughs> like Dark Knight yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is good. Everybody's good in it. I don't know. Yeah, Wesley Snipes is amazing. Yeah. He's always good. What about Seinfeld? Watched any more Seinfeld? Oh, yeah. I did watch uh, I watched about three episodes of Seinfeld, I think. <laughs> so I'm right. slowly working my way through. Um, I just saw so, the one where uh, where they were setting George up with Janice from Friends. <laughs> oh, my boys can swim, right? 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the one when they go to the Hamptons yeah. or whatever? No, 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 no. no. Uh, no. Oh, that's where, not that one. She, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen this since I've been back watching Seinfeld. I haven't seen this episode. But uh, this is where uh, they set her up, uh, him up with her, and he's like, uh, she's got really nice eyebrows. Eyebrows. He cares about eyebrows. Remember that? that <laughs> yeah. People would kill for her eyebrows. And then he oh, uses yeah. like a uh, – he, he – so who gives him the condom? Kramer? Does Kramer give him the Kramer. condom? Kramer gives like, yeah, condoms. Yeah. And George thinks he gets her pregnant. He's my boys can smell. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do remember that bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay, I do remember that. Yep. yep. Oh, you know weird to hear they... Janison talking in a normal voice. Yeah, because she's been in, uh... I saw her in something else, too, and I was like, holy shit, that's Janice. Yeah, I didn't recognize her when she's not doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that <laughs> nasally thing, Frank Grisher in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that... That's still season three, right? Like the end towards the uh, end. Yes. Three. Yes. Okay. Getting a little farther in season three. Yeah. Season four, they get the pilot for NBC, and that's, I think, when it really has a show. But... That should be getting there soon. <laughs> Sometime in the next <laughs> month. <laughs> uh, Tuffy, what about you? Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you just stare at the wall all day. Well, I was up at my parents all weekend, so I didn't watch TV up there. That's I watched all, Back to the are. Future 2 and 3, I guess. Oh, there you Ooh. go. I love 2. Yeah. 2 is great. Yeah, they're all great. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> They're all great, but three is less great. Yeah, three is like three a... Is also great. <laughs> Three's like a six. No. <laughs> Three's a nine. The other two are tens. Uh. <laughs> I would say the other two are tens, but three's a six. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, you know, one other thing I watched yesterday was... Uh, I saw the elephant man on prime. So I put it on because <laughs> when we were like, that was another movie when I was young, it was always on like, you know, HBO something in the afternoon, you know, I just, I'd leave it on. Um, I loved it as a kid. So I watched it again yesterday and like, I always remembered it being like a real serious, straightforward and it is, but you know, once again, being directed by David Lynch, like there are so many weird elements. Like you could almost like, <laughs> oh, if he just took the picture of Elephant Man's mom out of that thing and put Laura Palmer's face in there, like this scene is <laughs> right out of Twin Peaks. Like there's so many like Lynchy type of things in there. It's it's pretty awesome at times. I loved it. I thought it was. I still it's still a great movie. It's real sad. It does though. make me want to watch it even more. Yeah, it's 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 in black and white. Anthony Hopkins, who I I really don't like, but he's good in this movie. I'm not a big fan of that dude. Have you ever seen the Elephant Man like that? Nope. No, you never saw it. it it's really good. Yeah. It's a good time. Well, it's not a good time. It. <laughs> it's not a good yeah. time. Yeah, he doesn't need to it's see it. It's far from a good time. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Mask with the. Uh, I just don't. Like oh, any Mask of that stuff. is good. I love Mask. Oh, like any of Jank, you like Mask? Yeah. 
with Eric Stoltz. Um, I like the mask. Share. <laughs> uh, never. Seen I used mask. to love mask. Oh, I've seen it a bazillion Mostly. times. Tubby, you seen mask? All right. No, much like Jank, I've seen the mask. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the that's the best Cameron itself. Diaz has ever looked. Is that movie? Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Hey, J Lo and A Rod broke up today. Is everybody sad? Oh. Yeah. It's over. All right. Well, I'll never recover. Class of 1984. So, what what made you choose yeah. this one, Mike Dell? I don't know. I remember I was uh, looking up. Maybe I was looking for an Orwell quote or something, and I, when I searched it, 94, this popped up. Because I remember seeing it somewhere. Uh, and I was Why like, oh, are you looking for an right. Orwell quote? Just to remind myself of how great Orwell was. Looking like a real nerd. <laughs> so uh, I think that's where I came upon this. And uh, so Class of 84, huh? And it's it's weird because the movie was made in 1982. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That they, yeah. It's well, maybe they figured it by the time it was released, it would be 84. But no. Yeah, because yeah. you think you would either make it the it was... same year it comes out, or you'd make it several years in the future to like try and, you know, make it like, oh, this is our future looking ahead. But no, they just go two years <laughs> ahead. <laughs> or they could have just All waited. It's right. a rough be, like, two years. <laughs> How closer to the release date, and then just figure out what year it is. But no, they just gambled <laughs> so, and lost on this one. Yeah, the director here is a fellow named Mark L. Lester, and I don't know, I never knew who he was. But right after this, he did Firestarter, Ooh. Commando, Ooh. and then Armed and Armed and Dangerous. Those are the next Ooh. three movies he did. Some of them. Yeah, Commando's great. I yeah, I guess. And uh, this film stars Perry King. Yeah. Perry King. Tell the kids who Perry King is, Larry, because you seem very excited about Perry King. Well, I know him from the the movie The Lords of Flatbush with Sylvester Stallone and oh. Henry Winkler. He plays like a, <laughs> the main thug in that movie. Another yeah, he's movie. also on the TV show Riptide. And I, I guess in uh, 1981, Tuffy, you'll like this. There used to be a... a Star Wars radio broadcast. I guess a serialized version of Star Wars in 1981. And uh, Perry King played Han Solo on the radio. Okay. So. On the radio. Oh. Space hookers. But Perry He's King also, did a lot of stuff. He was in The he's Day After Melrose Tomorrow. Place. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. You'd, you'd recognize him if you saw him, I'm sure, if you're out there listening. I did not. Um, Oh, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> well, you guys are younger, though. Yeah, you guys are kids. If you're in middle-aged shut-ins like Larry and I, you would uh, recognize him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then the other the other star is a fellow named Timothy Van Patten, who I mentioned yeah. last week on the show. Uh, he went on to become a big uh, director, and he directs pretty much all the big HBO shows. He's done, like, yeah, uh, The Wire. The, uh, the first two episodes of Game of Thrones. Yep, Game of Thrones, uh, The wow. Wire, Boardwalk Empire, pretty much any of the big HBO shows. He's uh, Sopranos. Yep. And back in the day, though, uh, from '78 to '81, I knew him as Salami on The White Shadow. Now, when I mentioned The White <laughs> Shadow before, you guys all seem like you never heard of this. The White Shadow, come on. Come right never up. heard of it. I've heard of it. 
I've never seen it. Is this kid related George to Dick that... Van Patten? Uh, probably. I don't know though. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but yeah, it sounds probably. But um, there's an episode of Seinfeld where George is watching The White Shadow. Yep, and I've heard of it. He wants everyone. I think it's the Summer of George episode because he's telling everyone to shut up. He's watching The Shadow. Coming <laughs> 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 to go to Jerry's shadow... house to watch TV there. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Um. But the the White Shadow uh, starred Ken Howard as a former Chicago Bulls basketball player, Tuffy. So you should be excited. Former Chicago Bulls. He blows out his knee, so his career is over. He takes a job as a high school basketball coach at an inner city high school, Carver High. And uh, the team is mostly black kids, so they call him their White Shadow. He's like their White Shadow. Yeah. Nothing? No one? Nothing. Uh Uh-uh. Wasn't like Gwyneth like the, Paltrow's dad on that show or something? What? Or he wrote up for it or something? Yeah, he may have been behind the scenes on it, yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't on it. Um, but like Salami, Timothy Van Patten was like one of the only white kids on the team. And he was like a, a tough guy, always fighting in the game. Stuff. So uh, He's that's the half-brother of Dick Van Patten and the ex-half-brother-in-law of... Martin Balsam. How old is Timothy Van Patten? <laughs> yeah. uh, he looks more younger than Dick Van Patten. He's like, my God. He was born in 59 because he was like uh, 22, 23 here when this was made and came out. So, whatever. But Dick Van Patten um, is like 109. Yeah. <laughs> is he still dead? He's 109 still by the time they did that uh, Weird Al video for Smells Like Nirvana. Uh, Larry, did you just ask if he is he still dead? Is that what you? Yeah, I, did, I mean, is he still alive? <laughs> is Dick Van Patten still alive? Still dead? Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, I don't yeah, think he's, he is. I think he. Yeah, I think he's yeah, passed he's dead. Yeah. All right. Uh, some of the other people in this film: Roddy McDowell. Roddy yeah. McDowell. Nick's like, why do he, I know that plays, name? I was like, ah, uh, because he's pretty famous. Yeah. <laughs> he plays a. Bunch. A biology teacher in here, and it may be one of the greatest parts in the history of cinema. He's so <laughs> drunk. He's drunk in everything. It is scene. so good. It's so good. Uh, there's, yeah. there's also a young fella named uh, Michael fella in here named Michael Fox. Michael Fox. Mm-hmm. No J yet. Yeah. He couldn't afford that J. I guess they said he couldn't have the J because there's like some issue with the Screen Actors Guild or something. He was filing paperwork and couldn't get the J yet. Or something. I don't know. Mm. But uh, how old do you think Michael <laughs> Fox was? Because he plays a freshman nerd kind of uh, high school kid here. He looks very young. How old do you think he is there? 31. Take a guess. <laughs> yeah, 26. He was 20. He was 20. Holy hell. Really? I was going to say 14. <laughs> yeah, he looks top 14. I was going to say $1. <laughs> I'm looking through the rest of the cast. I think that's it for famous people. Like, the big fat dude that was in the gang, like, he looked familiar, but then I couldn't figure out what his name was in the movie. I didn't feel like looking uh, at every IMDb credit. The, the character's name was Barnyard. Oh, and that's Barnyard? <laughs> that's a great name. Keith Knight. Keith Knight is the actor. Because he looks like he would have been, like, oh, I don't know, just a backup role in something, something, but he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. And he looked in his mid Roadhouse or something. Yeah, he looked in his mid forties here, but uh, he's actually twenty six, I think. 
Uh, he was in Meatballs. He was that big fat kid in Meatballs. Mink or Fink? All right. Yeah, in this movie, she wasn't famous, but that chick with the pink hair. Oof. Uh, she was great. She was hot as fuck. Hell yeah. Like her name is Lisa Langlois, and uh, she played Patsy. That's who you're talking about, like the bad girl Patsy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she was great. I was reading. Loved some, her. I was reading some of the trivia notes here on IMDb about her, and uh, she apparently was not a fan of uh, how they treated the actors on this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, we should say this film's about a troubled school, and uh, Perry King is like a new teacher coming into the school, and he he confronts a team of uh, a group of punks led by Timothy Van Pat. Uh, yep, Patsy's his, his uh, one of the girls in the in the group of punks, because punks were a true threat to our society, Larry, in 1982. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were taking punks. over the world. Yep. And I, I guess safety pins. every show. The the girl who played Patsy, she said that uh, there's a scene where they, they show him in a punk club, and I, I guess the Teenage Head was the band, a real live band, who they got to play in that punk club. And she said the director brought in a bunch of actual punks, not extras or ex- just actual punks, to be in the punk crowd of the punk concert. And I guess the real punks didn't like her that she was an actress, and they told her, we're going to get you. So she was terrified. <laughs> She said she was terrified, <laughs> and she never went near the scene. Like, when they were filming those scenes in the club, she was not around. She just got the hell out of there. So, so. Wow. Fucking punks. They're going yeah. for off- authenticity. Yep. Uh, so, all right. Where does this movie start, Larry? Where do you think? Uh, do you remember? Um, Isn't it him, like, driving? He's showing up for his first day, yeah. Yeah. Well, first, before we even get into that, I think there's a a title screen, a black screen with text on it, and it has a message to the the viewers. And it says something like, what is it? Something about how the the events in this movie. 80,000. Yeah, Yeah. 280,000 incidents of school violence every year. Yes. And this was only in the 80s. Oh, God only knows. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but Before they have that little school shooting every like, week. And they're saying, like, there's something like, unfortunately, it's to us, but this could be your future or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look out for the violence in the kids. So then we cut to Perry King driving to his first day of work. And Tuffy, who was singing the theme song for this? I have no idea. Out. Alice oh. Cooper. Yep. Alice Cooper. It showed it in the credits. Yeah, and the song is great. It's like, uh, when it's your dream becomes a nightmare. <laughs> so no, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, so good, it's not a man good. behind the mask, but all right. No, it's not nearly that good. It sounded so old. For even 82, it sounded much older. It, sounded, it reminded me of, like, back on Love Line, when Carollo used to play, like, the Taboo 2 theme song from a porn he used to watch in the 70s. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Is he married? So when your dream becomes... Who? Carollo? <laughs> Alice Cooper. I don't know. Or is Why he not the he? marrying type? Oh, is that what you're trying to get at? 
I think no, so. He likes the, really? I think he likes the ladies. Yeah. He's a good golfer. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of the ladies, <laughs> real quick, I'll, I'll bring this up. the history of Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was, uh, I was listening to a clip. Some Occasionally, I, I put on the YouTubes I'll, at night, I'll listen to just random uh, clips of uh, Jim Cornette talking about wrestling. And someone okay. wrote in and asked him a question about Ric Flair, that Ric Flair was with mm-hmm. 10,000 women, if he thought that could possibly be true. And Jim Cornette said, yeah, that's probably true. Because he broke it down by the math and how, you know, every night they're in different towns. And Cornette said that even he, Jim Cornette, was pulling three different women a week on average. Yikes. <laughs> that wow. Cornette. Well, but what kind of women? Like, you know, I don't world know. champion yeah. caliber or Jim Cornette caliber? Well, I think uh, – I think George Carlin, uh, I think Cornette mentions this, but I think Carlin once said he never slept with a 10, but he slept with five twos <laughs> one time. Yeah. That's <laughs> maybe that's what Cornette said. A lot of rebel but either, way, but either way, Cornette was pulling a lot of ladies, and that is shocking to me. <laughs> but I, it was a different you era. 70s, wrestling, you know, making towns, you know, different era. Yeah, I hear you. Those fans were anyway. feverish. So the point is, I'm sure Alice Cooper was doing well. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he was getting it done. I'm just uh, asking. I've right. heard things. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. It looks like he is married. Okay. To a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and him and his wife have a death pact. That sounds what is that? Oh, nice. <laughs> I guess one dies, the other dies. Yeah, the other one has to go with. That's weird. Um. So anyway, get, getting back to the film, uh, Perry King is driving to school uh, while Alice, Alice Cooper is singing, and they're showing like a montage of of uh, punks doing punk-like things. Like, and one of the favorite <laughs> things I, that they'd showed, uh, they're spray-painting one of the signs. The sign's called Abraham Lincoln High School, I guess, and it's the faculty parking lot. But you see the backs of these kids as they're spray-painting the sign, and then they run away, they put a... A U and a K in faculty <laughs> faculty parking lot. <laughs> and right then I knew this movie was going to be awesome. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, this yep. I was in. Faculty <laughs> parking <laughs> And then immediately there's like a metal detector on the way in, and these kids are like passing yeah. knives over the fucking thing to sneak them in. It's like, Perry, oh, this is so good. Perry King's like, hey. That guy just put a kid just put a straight razor. He just took and the security guy's up too late now. <laughs> and he just keeps <laughs> after in the parking lot. He meets the other guy who's got a gun in his briefcase, and he says, "You got a gun." <laughs> yeah, Roddy McDowell had a gun in his briefcase <laughs> and a bottle uh, of booze because he's drunk. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Harry King goes in to meet with the principal, and the principal is watching the surveillance cameras because everything's on surveillance. And he's like, hey, there's someone smoking dope in entry level one or whatever. And security's like, all right, we're on it. But, uh, yeah, so all these punks are causing trouble. And uh, he gives them his assignment, and he takes his little folders. He's the music teacher. He's the new yeah. music teacher. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That seems a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inner city school would still have a music program. Even though they're they're like loaded with violence and corruption, but hey, let's still have a music program for the kids. That seems a little weird. <laughs> yeah. So I was asking myself, and people really turned music. out for it later on when they had their big performance. Yeah. Like, 
the whole town well, is so that's riding what I was wondering. on this band. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Like when we first found out he's a music teacher, I'm like, that's an odd choice. I wonder why they did that. But of course, they needed to have the big concert at the end, so that's why they did it. You know, because mm-hmm. they, they needed that set. Perhaps science open. fair or something. That's true. true. Well, they, yeah. Um, but uh, the, the, yeah, the screenwriter here, I forget guy. his name. But the the screenwriter here took his name off the film when he saw all the violence in the movie. He had his name taken off. <laughs> well, didn't he write it? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I guess he wrote it, but he didn't. We'll get into the violence later on. Because I guess what we watched, I'm assuming, did you watch? I watched it on Tubi. Because I tried to watch it on Amazon Prime, and uh, the audio was all fucked up. It was, like, delayed by two seconds or something. So I went to Tubi, and it was working. So apparently what I saw was the unedited cut. Is that what you guys saw? The unedited cut? I watched it on Prime. Yeah, I watched it on Tubi. I watched it on Prime. Oh, Ooh, okay. So when we get to oh. certain points, let me ask you this, Larry. Was there a rape scene in the movie you saw? Yes. <laughs> yes, there was. Okay. All right. Then I guess you all <laughs> seem kind of integral to the plot. Uh, but they really show it, though. You know what I mean? They could have, like, implied it. Oh, they sure. They show it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess <laughs> sure when, yeah. when the movie was... When the movie was released, they were going to give it an X rating. They cut out like the rape scene and a certain scene with a table saw, which we will talk about later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. so good. <laughs> I was like, oh, finally, we're getting into a movie now. <laughs> so they uh, they cut those scenes down or edited them in some way to get to an R. So I'm guessing we saw the unedited version because. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, but anyway, getting back to the school, he goes to his class, and all the kids there in the music class, and uh, there's one little nerdy girl who's kind of like a teacher's pet, and she's like saying, hey, those kids don't belong here. And, uh, of course, those kids are Salami, Timothy Van Patten, and his, his group of punks, Patsy, Barnyard, <laughs> Drugstore, and I don't know, Timmy. I don't know what the other one's name is. But they're just they're just <laughs> punks. They're just punks. Drug house or something? Fallon? Yeah, maybe Fallon. Yeah, drugstore is the one you were thinking of, Tubby. Drugstore. Yeah. <laughs> drugstore. <clears throat> and and uh, so Perry King says, hey, are you kids supposed to be in this class? And he's like, no, nah, whatever. Uh, but I guess Salami is, but the other ones aren't. And he's like, if I'm here, they're here. And he's like, no, nah, you got to go. And uh, Salami, when he's leaving the room, Perry King says, what's the matter with you? And Salami turns around and says, what's the matter with me? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with matter? And then he just leaves. <laughs> yeah. Then he like, uh, before that, doesn't he like, uh, then he like sucks his middle finger and goes, fuck yourself or something like that. Oh, he's like, sit on this. Yeah, sit on this. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Michael Fox is also in this class. Yeah. Michael yeah. Fox. And, and he <laughs> cracks a joke right at the beginning. Because, yeah, Perry King's like, tell me your name and the instrument you play, even though they're all holding their instruments and you're a music teacher, you should be able to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> but Michael Not Fox, exactly a secret. Uh, my, name, my name's uh, Michael Fox, and I play the tuba. And he's like, you know, that's a trumpet. And he's like, oh, they've been lying to me this whole time. Like, Comedy. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and he's already popping. High-fiving each other. Like, Fat Amy showed up. <laughs> And then I, I guess he's like, I guess he's kind of like the boyfriend of the nerdy girl who's the teacher's pet. And uh, she says uh, something, and 
and um, Perry King says something about the girl, like, oh, do you do anything wrong or something like that? And, and Michael Fox says, yeah, she doesn't put out. That's like, holy hell, Michael Fox, calm down. <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's like an aggressive, an aggressive state. Yeah. <laughs> For a freshman it's in funny. high school, it's pretty aggressive. Yeah. I don't know. I got to tell you, before today, I never would have thought that Michael J. Fox was in a movie where a chick showed her bush. Never would have thought that happened. <laughs> yeah. There's a bush in this movie. Yeah. We'll talk about that later, too, because there's a story behind that as well. <laughs> right, well. Is that a merkin? No, 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 not about the story behind that scene, not the bush specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so they start having their class, making the best of a bad situation. And then I guess we cut to Salami and his pals going through the hallways, and they're mad because they're pulling in less money. They were making $4,000 a week, he said, I guess, from drugs or something. And now they're only doing 2000 And they're like, holy hell, these kids yeah. are 1982 making 4000 a week in high school? Holy fuck. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so here they see another kid dealing drugs. So they go and they rough him up. And they take him into the bathroom and beat him up. Yeah, you know. Hey. And I don't know. I guess that's all they have. He runs at school. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's Timothy Van Patten, damn it. Respect mm-hmm. TVP um, up in his feet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dick Van Patten's brother. You respect my authority. <laughs> Half-brother. <laughs> so then, I don't know, there's a point where uh, Perry King goes into the teacher's lounge and talks to Roddy McDowell again, right? Mm. Yeah. Probably. There's something yeah. in the teacher's lounge. Yeah, I can't remember what happened. I think he's basically just telling him, "Quit trying so hard." (laughs) Like this kid is terrible. (laughs) I think he does say something like that. Like, don't why even bother? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, come to work and fill up your glass with delicious bourbon and count down the hours. So then, I, I don't think anything else happens that day until Perry King leaves, and he goes out in his car and has graffiti all over it. And he gets, and he yells at the security guard, hey, I thought this was a secure lot. And the guard yells back, hey, it can't be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you also missed the fuckle tree sign, too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Can't be He's just one man. So then Perry King goes home to his wife. He's a, you know, He's got a young wife who's pregnant. They're going to have a little uh, baby. And uh, everything's perfect yeah. in Perry King's life. So he takes his job as his shoulder. That's his shithole in his soul. <laughs> yep. And he won't give it up, even though it's the worst job yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like how much is a high school teacher in New York City making in 1982? $12 a day? I don't know. What are they, what are they yeah. making? And he's like, it ain't worth it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he is clinging to this job for all it's worth. <laughs> and then he even comes home and he says it, it cost me 40 bucks to get that graffiti off my car he already stopped yeah. on the way home to get it off the car so that's at least a week's pay and uh, <laughs> so I guess he wants to he's losing he wants money to on work. this job <laughs> but the kids are the future they're the future try to treat them well let them lead the way so, <laughs> um so, Oh, uh, then I think we see uh, Salami and his group of kids have a big fight 
with the one drug kid that they beat up who was pushing the drugs. Like two rival gangs having a big fight. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Uh, this is great. No, yeah. The, the the other gang is mostly black guys, and they have like knives. And then Salami and his crew are like all white dudes, and they have big clubs, sticks. Yeah. yeah. And one guy just uses a chain all the time. Now, so, wouldn't like, the nice guys this... take out the bat guys? Wouldn't you think? That's what I was just going to ask. Like, if you're in that situation, would you rather have a – because they weren't baseball bats. They were just, like, sticks, like big, long sticks or poles or something. Um, I'd rather have the knife, I think. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, the bat, you if let, you had an actual bat, a bat would be good because you can kind of knock the knife out of their hand and shit. Like, you got more reach. And there's more weight to a bat, you know. And, like, you catch someone in the head with the bat, yeah. it's over. But uh, yeah, there's you poles, get him in the gut I, with I a mean, knife, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you let him swing with the stick, then you either you know catch it or get out of the way, and then they're they're open for a gut shot with a knife. So. Yeah. You gotta be Larry. Any, thought, any thoughts on this, uh, Larry? From your, I'm going your street bat. fighting. But again, they weren't bats. They weren't bats. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh then I'm going knife. If it's between knife and stick, yeah. I'd rather have a knife. But if it's knife <laughs> yeah. and bat, I'd rather have a bat. <laughs> Stick's never good. I tell you what, I'd still probably take the knife. I don't know. Because, mm. you know, you don't have but, to swing for the hand. I mean, as long as I hit you anywhere, you're going to kind of cower, and then, boom, you're you're exposed, and it's... Well, you're, but you're going to hit me, like, I'll, I'll try to take it in the left arm, you know? Like, you'll break my left arm, but I'm still stabbing you in the throat, you know? So. Okay. No. Yeah. Why have that fight with yeah, I think... me? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> he like that with a knife. I'm going to get a mace. The big medieval yeah. mace. Mace? Oh, that kind of mace? All right. Not like yeah. Ball with <laughs> yeah. No, the kind with the spikes on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> that seems right. heavy. So cumbersome. Basically, with Salami and the stick guys, they win the fight, and it's not even close. Like, they just murder these kids. They're just beating the hell out of them. And then the cops show up. And they're like, hey, let's run, the cops. Whoa. So. Yeah. And then you never hear from the other gang for the rest of the movie. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Never. Well, they got busted because all of their asses were kicked and they couldn't run away. <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, now, is this uh, do we is this where we see Perry King and his wife coming home from the Chinese restaurant? Then I think. It's oh right yeah, now. I think so because they break into the school and look up his address, right? I so I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember. This one with the squirt gun with the blood. Yeah. Yeah, like so Perry King and his wife they're they they pull up in front of their house, they park the car, they're getting in, they're talking about the great Chinese restaurant they just went to and stuff. And here this car, this red car, comes pulling in real quick, parks behind him and it's flashing their lights. And and Perry King, being the smart guy he is, he goes, Oh, I've got to see what this is about Just <laughs> <laughs> go inside, Perry King. Don't worry about it. Don't fuck with the punks. Yeah. It, he doesn't even really know it's the punks yet, so he goes over and he goes, hey, uh, you guys, anything wrong? And they turn around, and they're all wearing masks, and they squirt him in the face. Of like, He says it's it's got to be like, when he goes back to his wife, he's like, oh, it's probably just stage blood or theater blood. But they squirted him with real blood, right? I mean, that's what that was, right? Where did they get real blood from? I think yeah. from the biology lab. Took it out of something. I don't know. Those animals <laughs> they skinned. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, that's, that's later. Maybe. But, um, I just assumed it was real blood, even though he's like, oh, it's probably theater blood. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, just scored. Yeah, they kind of just left that open. I don't know. <laughs> Larry, he kind of looked like Ric Flair in the you know the old WCW yeah. days. Woo! Crimson mask. Yeah. The Very hard cute. way. Um, but again, Perry King still not discouraged about this job. He loves this job. Loves it. He's got, a, he's got suits. <laughs> he's got a beard. He's ready, man. I'll be honest. If I put, as soon as I saw that fucketry sign, I'm out. Yeah. I'm yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Nick says she, our, she thinks that might be the same school from Greece too, but I couldn't figure out where they filmed this movie at. <laughs> Because at one point, um, I'm like, that it, looks it, like Pittsburgh. It actually was filmed at a... Oh, shit. It's not Grease 2, but... It, I read a trivia note that it was filmed... So one of the scenes were filmed a... Another movie was filmed, but it's not Grease 2. I can't remember what it is. I'll look it up. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, the fuckle tree sign is already... That school's way too tough for me. I'm out. So Perry King, he's hanging in there. Yeah. Through a metal detector, yeah. teachers with guns. It's drive. He's got drive and determination. He's got to help Michael Fox. Yes. <laughs> Michael Fox. He's going to help him by get almost getting people. him killed and then having him testify, which will get him killed. <laughs> but he, you know, he really so, just has it in for Michael Fox. <laughs> They've been lying to him this right. whole time. All right, so it's the next day, I guess, where the drug thing happens in the bathroom. Uh. Perry King and yeah Michael Fox. All right, take that. I Tell think us we what skipped the part there. where we skipped the part about where the all the punks go to the the club, the punk club. Oh yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking about earlier. Yeah, because right after they spray the red paint in his face or blood or whatever, they go to uh, the punk club, and that's where that scene was with uh, Patsy saying she was scared out of her life. So, yeah, <laughs> we've got Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and just, that that wasn't Patsy. Yeah, this one guy wants to work for him, and then this other girl comes in. Who's like, I'll yeah. be a prostitute for that you. Give me some of that crack. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, like, oh, a crack whore. <laughs> 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 or not crackers, a coke whore. A coke whore. Yeah, it's just a coke whore. No, yeah. Crack wasn't popular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a coke whore. Well, let's, let's see the goods. So they make the girl just strip naked in front of them. And yeah. Then he tells like drugstore or whatever the other guy goes, Hey, you better sample the goods. So they go in the other room. <laughs> and Patsy is way into this. Patsy is very yeah. excited about the lady getting naked and about yeah. seeing this girl have a watch. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> so thumbs up on Patsy is what I'm saying. She is mm-hmm. she's a winner. This Patsy. Um <laughs> but I guess but I guess in that scene the the poor lady who was uh, supposed to take her clothes off she did not want to do it, and she wasn't supposed to do it, but the director, like, pressured her into doing oh. it. And before the scene, she was, like, you know, all sad and, like, shaking and, like, kind of crying about it. And uh, the girl that played Patsy was, like, trying to help calm her down. And, like, you know, but she was, said she shouldn't do it, you know, don't do it. But they just pressured her into doing it, so it was pretty shitty. And uh, that girl, that was her first acting job, never acted again. She quit the business because of that. Wow. Yeah. How about that? She had a nice ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I appreciated the sacrifice. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck Hollywood. Like, I guess, too, man. I guess all you gotta do lady. is put it up front. Like, 
this is your we're hiring you to be a coal core. You gotta get naked. And yeah. then if you want the job, yeah, they, you take it or you don't. But put it up front. Just say this is yeah, what the always, job requires. And then they pressure them in front of you know because everyone's there. The cameras are wasting time if you don't do it. You know what are you gonna? But uh, like the makeup lady, if you look at the scene, she's she's wearing pretty crazy makeup. The makeup lady said, oh, "We'll make it look. No one will ever recognize you because we'll make the makeup so weird you won't be able to tell who you are." But um, Patsy, she's like, "Well, that's not the point. The point is she's gonna have to get naked in front of everybody here on set, and she doesn't want to do that, you know." But uh, they made yeah. her do it anyway. It's awful. So mm. there you go. We should, yeah. we should go back in time and stop that. Yeah. <laughs> if only Perry King could have stopped that. Nope. Yeah, Perry King. He didn't really stop too much until the end. He no. everything. Oh, at the end he stopped everything. Yeah, stopped everything. Oh, he sure did. He but unfortunately, there were All no right. witnesses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Oh, that ending is so great. But anyway, um, so yeah, so. <laughs> So the punks at the club are basically having sex with Sally, making her a co-core. Now the next day at school, I guess, is the bathroom scene, right? With Michael yeah. Fox and his buddy. All right, so tell us that, Jack. What happens there? Um, Michael J. Fox and his buddy are in the bathroom trying to buy drugs from these guys. Well, really, Michael J. Fox doesn't want anything to do with it, but his buddy wants to try this, you know, the drugs. He's like, oh, this is going to be great. So he buys some drugs and uh, what's his name? Perry King busts in, and he kind he kind of you know sees what they're doing, and he can't find anything on him. He makes them all empty out their pockets, but they don't have it on him. But then he finds it on the ground, and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" And so he brings them all to the principal's office. But the principal's like, "Well, you didn't see them with these drugs, so it could have been anybody. <laughs> Those could have been sitting yeah. in the bathroom forever." And this <laughs> is a key point. Free. As Tuffy says, this comes back later. You didn't see yep. anything. <laughs> there was no witness. Yeah, apparently it's very hard to prosecute, even if you're just kicking people out of school, and it's not actually a, a trial. Um, yeah. If there's no evidence, you know, we can't do anything. Hands are tied. So Michael J. Fox's buddy, this tall blonde-haired kid, he uh, he does the drugs. He gets on the dope. Yeah. And he wanders outside Boy, the he. school, and he <laughs> looks up at the flagpole. And he just climbs the flagpole like a ring-tailed lemur. He just goes right up that flagpole. <laughs> it is awesome. Yep. Uh, and then everyone gathers around and just watches him. And, like, and then he falls off and nobody tries to catch him or anything. He's just like, whatever, well, fuck this guy. Well, you don't want to. Yeah. You'll go under a dope fiend. He'll crush you. You just let the dope fiend hit the ground. So, and then Perry King runs over. Because, again, Perry King, it's like his second day on the job. And uh, he's already witnessed just horrible things. So the death of a yeah. high school kid falling off the flagpole, eh, whatever. So he's right there, first on the scene. Because all the other teachers are like, eh, who cares? But Perry King is still, you know, he still gives a damn. You don't see Roddy McDowell running over to see if the kid's dead. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's talking Perry about getting King. drinks. Let's go get his drink. <laughs> <laughs> so... Then Perry King goes, "Hey, Michael J. Fox, that's your buddy. Who who who, sold, who gave him the drugs? Tell me, just give me a name. Give me a name." And of course, Michael J. Fox is like, "You know, he doesn't want to. snitches get stitches, Larry. He doesn't want to say anything." That kid taking the drugs is the chicken. worst uh, movie, uh, you know, 
acting I've seen as far as drug taking goes. Because he literally gets he, – he spends $30 on this bag. Now, for a high school kid, I'm guessing $30 in 1984 is a lot of fucking money. So then yeah. he gets his bag of drugs, and he just pours it out in his hand like it's fucking pixie stick dust. <laughs> and he just, like, kind of shoves it up one nostril like, there's no way. You would have put that on the end of a – Pen lid or whatever, so you make sure you don't you don't miss one little crystal of that deliciousness. Well, he's he definitely would have been doing dick dingers. Yeah, dick dingers. Yeah, he's a rookie. He is a rookie. Yeah, rookie mistake. Okay, and he well, paid yeah. for it. He did. Know your dealer. Yeah, him, um, him falling off the flagpole is pretty. It's pretty awesome. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. This movie has a this movie has a lot of great scenes, like memorable it, great scenes. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hard. In, in the pink um, there, girl. Yeah. So yes. later, uh, <laughs> is this right after this is Roddy McDowell when they try and rough up Michael J. Fox in the alley? Is that right after this or a little bit later? I don't know. Yeah, this is yeah, after this. Kind of close after. The teachers are going for a drink and. Michael J. Fox and his, you know, his girl that he sits next to, they're running from the bullies and the punks. Yeah, Salami and his crew. And they pull him in a back alley, and they're going to, like, you know, intimidate him, make sure he doesn't talk to the cops. And Perry King and Roddy McDowell just happen to drive by and see him. So they get out to confront him. And uh, Salami's like, hey, Teach, we're not in school now. We're not in school now, Teach. Yeah. Yeah, I can cut you out here. Punk. It's like that's uh, still pretty illegal, I think, no matter where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I kind of blinked, so I missed like the uh, the action here. They all seem to just run into each other, and I don't know. Did he get? Uh, Roddy McDowell got slashed across the arm, right, or the hand. Yeah. And did Perry King get cut on the forehead with a straight razor, or did he get punched, or how did he bleed from the head? I wasn't really paying that close of attention. Yeah. yeah. I kind of missed yeah. it. Yeah. Very quick. Um, but, uh, but they saved Michael J. Fox and the girl, but they got all cut up. And um, so then Perry King goes home. Roddy McDowell drops him off or whatever. And he's still committed to this job. Even though he's coming home, his face <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> he just watched the kid die. <laughs> he's like, man, I got to, I got to keep this job, honey. Yeah. Die. Yeah, he is this when he tells her to go away? No, that, not yet. Not yet. I don't think. I don't think that's until he gets. I in think the he might. Yeah, I don't know. The first time he tried to tell her, this might have been that. But then he tries again later. I think. Yeah, because after he has the fight with Salami, then he tells her to go. I think. And, um, if only she would have listened. Uh, yeah, he really should have. Uh, well, she was going to go eventually, but then he made her stay for the concert. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor decision. Yeah, Perry King is just the worst. <laughs> Monday morning quarterback. If they hadn't been so Went worried about the it. damn concert, she would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, maybe there, there's also a scene where Roddy McDowell, you see him in his classroom with his bunny rabbits, and he says how he likes animals because uh, – you know, they're better than people or something. So then I think the next day they go into school and all those animals are dead. Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Skinned and, and like the one, just hanging there. 
Yeah, and the one like uh, Prince, I guess it's the principal. He comes in and says, "Well, this, uh, what does he say? Uh, vandalism is nothing new to this school." And Perry King's like, "Vandalism? They just slaughtered a bunch of animals and ripped the blood <laughs> over the wall." Vandalism. Yeah, bunch of little Jeffrey Dahmers in there. Yes. This is everything would have run on the wall in blood. Everyone needs to run out of the school immediately screaming. <laughs> Everyone needs to go. But he's like, yeah, it's just vandalism. <laughs> they threw a rotten egg at the window. That's all it is. <laughs> a bunch of slaughtered animals. So anyway, Roddy McDowell does not take this well, obviously. <laughs> animals are just slaughtered. <laughs> um, but uh, you know who else doesn't take it well? Perry King. He goes chasing down salami. And he grabs him, he throws him in the bathroom, and he's about to beat the holy hell out of him. But uh, then Salami, he gets tricky. What does he do, Tuffy? He does the old, why are you hitting me? Just bangs his own head into the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he smashes Danny. his own head into the mirror. Then he smashes his head like into the concrete pole and then uh, off the, the sink basin. And uh, so he's bleeding all over the place. His te- and uh, then the security guard runs in and he goes, Hey, he was hitting me. He's going to kill me. This guy's crazy. He's trying to kill me. And, uh, yeah. Hey, Larry, it's kind of like Eddie Guerrero in the old days. Remember, he'd, like, uh, get a steel chair and, like, throw it to the other guy and then get the ref to look and be like, hey. Yeah. Steel chair. Yeah. Yeah, Same kind of thing. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Yeah. Salami (laughs) outsmarted him. He used a noodle. He outsmarted him. So, uh, before after we found out. Salami's like Shatter. a piano player. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Salami, because uh, he's putting together the concert, Perry King, and uh, Salami goes in and just starts playing the piano like a virtuoso. And apparently, which is another Van scene. Patton, well, well, yeah, that's another scene life. that feels like it's out of a different movie. <laughs> well, I don't know. It seems, but Timothy Van Patten wrote that piece that he played, and he actually played it himself. Like that's all Timothy Van Patten. He did that. Well, we one thing uh-huh. if it ever came back to like he's going to play at the concert, so he's at the piano and all of his friends show up, and it turns out they had raped you know the wife or something. But like, yeah. where you. is it ever relevant that he can play the piano? Yeah. Well, I I think they're just trying to show that this guy has depth. You know, he has depth. There's more to him. If only he. Then if only they were done raping people. Why? If only they, if only Perry <laughs> King could have got to him a little sooner, maybe he could have saved them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so while Perry King's in the uh, the principal's office trying to explain what happened at the fight, and then of course what happens again? They say, "Hey, no one saw it. No witnesses. No one actually saw it. We don't know what happened. We got to go with what you know." The, yeah. the evidence shows no one actually saw it. But well, yeah, the only evidence on, is eyewitness testimony. <laughs> well, yeah, but between it's a he said, he said kind of thing, you know, or <laughs> he said, he said, um, no other witnesses. Um, so while that's going on, Larry, you still with us? Yeah. Uh, Rod, tell us what happens with Roddy McDowell now. Do you remember? Uh, is this when he snaps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's just, right? just holding <laughs> class at gunpoint until they give him right answers. <laughs> Which technically yes. seems to work for him. Yeah, that it's, seems like a pretty good yeah. teaching method. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> that seems great. Point great. Going and, way up. And by the way, 
that was inspired by a true story of a New York City teacher who took a gun in the class to <laughs> teach the students. Uh, really? Yes. Uh, was it major is... minority? <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's pretty great. And, uh, yeah, so he's just asking these kids questions, putting a gun in their face, and if they get it wrong, he's going to shoot them. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to shoot salami. Yeah, Beard, he's the only Beard. one who can get it right. What's Beard's name? He's, like, sneaking up on him. Perry King. Perry he walks King, in. He's like, hey, Roddy McDowell, everything okay? He's like, yeah, just teaching. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but... So he's right about to shoot Salami. Perry King pushes the arm up, and the gun goes off, shoots into the ceiling, and everybody runs. And the security comes in, and they, they tackle Roddy McDowell. And uh, the principal's like, you know, he's going to call the cops. And Perry King says, why? He just screwed up. That's the big deal. <laughs> like, you don't have to call the cops. And and he's like, oh, so when the students screw up, you let that go. But a teacher messes up, you call the cops. And uh, – um, Perry King, he just put a gun in a kid's face to pull the trigger. You know, it's like that's kind of a thing you got to tell the cops about. I mean, that's not screwing up. That's a yeah, That he, is he a murder. Trigger. He tried to murder someone. That's not, yeah. <laughs> that's not screwing up. Just it's innovative just teaching up. method. <laughs> yeah, trial and error. And incredibly. They let Roddy McDowell go, right? Like, Perry King just drives him home. <laughs> yeah, even though there were a bunch of witnesses to that one. Yes, a classroom of witnesses. But they wouldn't All testify because they were afraid of getting shot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that's all right. You can just put a gun in the kid's face. No big deal. But then Roddy yeah. McDowell, he's not done. So he gets in his car, and he finds the punks where the punks are. And uh, he just starts trying. Trying to run him down with his car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we we skipped so much. We skipped so much because uh, before this, there's a scene where Perry King's talking in the bed with his wife, and they're talking about the school and everything. And here outside, the punks go and they firebomb his car and blow up his car outside his house. <laughs> oh yeah, Molotov cocktail right in the car. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's also a scene where uh, Roddy McDowell and Perry King and their wives are having a picnic. And Roddy McDowell's really hitting the sauce pretty hard. And uh but um Perry King's wife tells Roddy's wife, next year, uh, Perry, he he's gonna be a full time teacher at that school. And it's gonna be so great. What? You don't wanna be at this school. <laughs> you don't wanna be a <laughs> get out of this school. And I think at this point they had already blown up his car. Like get out of the school. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be at the school. <laughs> Good lord. Yep. He he missed all of the warning signs. <laughs> so so Perry King or uh Roddy McDowell's trying to run down Salami and his crew with his car and it's it's quite the scene. Um but it, it finally ends when Roddy McDowell steers a little too hard into a car, like flips over like a la chips, and his car just explodes. It just explodes. Yeah, yeah I didn't I didn't get that. <laughs> why well, why would it explode? Larry, in the 1970s, uh, when those cars were made, there weren't a lot of safety standards, so uh, mm-hmm. gas tanks would just suddenly explode. It just happened. It's just the way it was. <laughs> I was alive if in the you 70s. Shook them I don't hard. ever remember that. 
see, you're probably too young to remember, but I bet your family probably lost two or three cars just from exploding. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we just lost one dad. <laughs> <laughs> from an exploding car. And your mom no, doesn't want to get tell my you bumper an exploding car. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I get my bumper fixed. I don't want my car to explode. <laughs> but Tuffy, do you think yeah, Roddy McDowell would be worried about a scratched bumper? Be like Roddy McDowell, Tuffy. You know, don't be worried about a scratched bumper. Run down the punks. Run down the punks. Um, hey, yeah, Roddy McDowell fixed, dies. So he got that graffiti fixed right away. Graffiti, yeah. Same day, forty dollars. Uh, so then we cut to a scene uh, after the after Roddy McDowell's funeral. And Perry actually says, it was nice to see so many of the kids show up. Yes. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> see all these criminals. <laughs> well, I guess not all the kids in this school are terrible. I, just a handful. Yeah. Right? Like also, time. why are the kids showing up to the funeral of the teacher who tried to shoot one student and then went off <laughs> well, and tried to run them down in his car? <laughs> they don't like those kids either. You know, they don't like those kids either. I feel like that would be a poorly yeah. attended funeral. <laughs> but they had a really good after-the-funeral buffet. <laughs> <laughs> so I maybe now do we get the scene where Perry King goes to visit Salami at his house? Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. just go with that. That was somewhere so in he here. He wants to try and smooth, uh, you know, smooth things over with them, and because uh, he tries to tell, because oh, he brings up the point, but uh, he brings up the point about him playing the piano here to, to Salami's mom, saying he has potential, he has a gift or whatever. But um, but Salami's mom, she's a single mom, and uh, she's just trying to be a hot single mom, I guess, and uh, <laughs> that's all she cares about. But they live in like a nice building, like a nice apartment, and and he calls her mommy, and he's like a perfect little kid when he's around her. It's like, oh, it's okay, mommy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it doesn't go so well. Perry, so Salami's mom just yells at Perry King and tells him to hit the bricks, tells him to go spit, that they're going to see him in court or whatever. And uh, so so Perry King does the natural thing. Uh, what does he do, Tuffy? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, man. Rapes the mom. No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. He goes down. He gets in. Uh, Jack, oh, you remember? He goes and hot wires his car and just starts crashing yes. it around the parking garage. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he gets into Salami's car, his red convertible, and he hot wires it. Does it seem like Which, the thing that Perry Kink would know how to do? Like the music. Hadn't the other guy <laughs> just like crashed into that car a bunch of times? Wouldn't it still have been damaged? Or was this. I don't think he hit it into that car. He was just hitting into random okay. cars. <laughs> but um, as you do, but yeah, like King, he just knows how to hotwire cars, and then he backs up for slamming the car back and forth into the wall, just crushing this car. And my favorite thing is he gets out, shuts the door, and then pushes down the lock on it to make sure it's locked. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> He's considerate. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> Larry's falling asleep. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, well, we're about to get to the good parts, Larry. Well, these yeah. are all good parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the whole thing. So, 
so Salami comes in and confronts Perry, uh, whatever his name is, Perry King at the at school the next day, and Perry King's just laughing it off. You know, he's like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do, Salami? What are you gonna do?" And security comes in, pushes him off. So uh, then I yeah, think we're, you got we're, no we're witnesses the end that I did it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Another they hammer that point again. No witnesses. No one saw me do it. Sorry. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Tell him what happens to Michael J. Fox, Jay. We forgot about that. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot what happened to him. I know he's yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, he got stabbed in the belly. Yeah, he he got in the belly. In the cafeteria. And yeah. then they got the fourteen-year-old uh, kid who wanted to work for him, knifes him. Yeah, yeah. right in the gut. Stabs him in the belly. And he's just on the ground in a puddle of his own blood. Michael J. Fox. He stabbed his liver too. That must be a long knife. They said his kidney. Ruptured his kidney. He stabbed him in the belly and ruptured his kidney. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. So yeah. Like a knife. Um. Yeah. So he's in the hospital. He he lives though. So if you're worried at home. Yeah, he he's in like a coma for a while. I think like you don't see him for a good while. Um, but everything's okay. And uh, so then I guess we get to the end. Uh, it's time for the big concert. And Perry King's already at school. You think he would have took his wife with him when he went to the school? You know, but no, he leaves the wife at home. <laughs> yeah, good thinking. Because she's, she's planning to come to the concert, right? Or was she yeah. just going to leave? No, she was coming yeah, to the concert. Have, no, she's going to the concert. Yeah, she, yeah, she should have went with him. That would have been a much better idea. So she stays home behind. He goes to prepare the kids for the big school concert. And, and Tuffy, uh, what happens to the wife there at the home? She gets raped pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does. I was... Basically, I'll take turns. When this starts, when this scene starts, I'm like, all right, clearly this is not good. What's going to happen here? But they're not going to, they're just going to imply it, I'm sure. Like, they'll throw, they'll show her thrown on the bed and, like, rip her shirt or something. And it'll be implied that they rape her. Nope. They, uh, they, they don't cheat you on the rape. Yeah, they don't cheat you on the rape. It's all there. Yeah, not even just one. They keep cutting back and like, oh, yep, now this guy's yeah. getting a turn. Yeah, it was pretty shocking. <laughs> I mean, like things have certainly changed since 1982 in the film industry. But uh, it's like, reminiscent uh, Clockwork of Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he even he's even whistling. He's not whistling mm-hmm. the same song, but he's whistling a song similar to that genre. Like uh, yeah, they all just take of. take turns on Perry King's wife. And they cut away at one point, and they show it to school, and then they come back, and they're still raping her. They're still going at it. Yeah. yeah. And Patsy's just taking pictures with a Polaroid. She's yeah, loving it. Yeah, the skirt. Yeah, Patsy had quite the little outfit on. It was like a, yeah. like a, I don't know, a leather skirt, but cut all jaggedy, and then like a leather top. But a, it was a good look. For Patsy. She was looking good throughout this whole thing. I liked it. <laughs> so then, uh, when they're done uh, raping his wife, they say, come on, honey, you're coming with, with us. And they pick her up, and they... And again, keep in mind, these are high school kids. These are high school kids. Mm-hmm. They, they pick her up, and they, they take her out to the van. They they have a literal rape van, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know where they got the van from. Yeah. I guess uh, maybe Junkyard owns that one, or whatever his name is. Barnyard. 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 Yeah. So they go to take her to the school, 
And right when the uh, <clears throat> big concert's about to start, Patsy shows up at the back of the uh, um, amphitheater there or whatever, and she uh, hands a, a letter to a dude and tells him, hey, go deliver this to uh, Perry King. So this guy walks up and he hands him, hey, this girl there delivered this for you. And he opens it up, and inside the Polaroids of his wife being raped. Yeah. Yeah. So he just turns and he goes running after Patsy. And uh, Perry King. He's out for he's out for justice now. And uh Larry, why don't you take us through the rest so you stay awake? Uh, <laughs> so this is where he just goes on a mad killing spree. Yeah. And like it doesn't seem like uh the gang's doesn't put up that much of a fight. Once they're one on one with him, they don't last that long against oh, yeah. them. Well, that's yeah. the point. They need to be, you know, all together. That's how gangs are all yeah. cowards, like they're all chickens. They yeah. need to be, in, you know, they need to have numbers. You know? Criminals are superstitious them. and cowardly <laughs> lot. So the first guy them. he encounters is well, I well, think first, to do with... well, first we should say he he finds them in the gym. Salami's got his wife up on like the stage or whatever, and Two guys come swinging down on ropes and kick them in the back and knock them down. And they're yeah. like, hey, teacher, and they, th- they throw a skeleton on them, like a, from the lab or whatever. <laughs> and they just leave them. Like, why don't you just kill them right there? Like, if your, your whole idea here is to kill Perry King, why don't you just stomp them out right there? You have them on the ground. Yeah. They go, hey, teacher. Yeah. We'll see you later, teacher. Yeah, all right, Larry. So now he follows them through, and, uh, and that, now he comes Perry King getting his revenge. Yeah, the first guy is the I think the guy with the chains, right? Mm-hmm. Long story short, like yeah. there's a table saw involved, and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they're in like the they wood get, shop. Yeah, they're in the wood shop, and some I don't even know how the table saw got put on. Uh, well, the, the kid put the it punk on. Turns it on. Punk did it. Yeah. yeah. He was going to put Harry King, had King like face down on the table, and he was going to try and push his face into it. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, but you know, Perry King flips it, turns the script or whatever, flips the script on him, and he cuts the dude's arm off, which is pretty <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. But then, like, the dude's not dead, and he like he gets up, he goes back after him. And Perry King kind of like like body slams him down, like spine right onto the blade of the table saw. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I think I figured the arm was just going to get cut. Like he'd slice into the arm, and then that would be it. No, cut it all off. Just cut right yeah. through it. <laughs> and I was like, holy hell, that was that was pretty awesome. And then I saw the table saw was still spinning, and I saw where they were, and I'm like, no, he's not going to throw it. No, he can't. <laughs> is he? Or, oh, fuck yeah, he is. And he throws them right <laughs> on the table saw. It was awesome. Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Even the noises that the table saw was making once the guy's back yeah. was in it, it like, started yeah. to down a little bit. I was like, oh, this is great. I like that too. That it still was on, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. That was a nice detail. So, so who's, who's the next? Yeah, who's next? The next guy is the the guy he burns. I forget. Uh, <laughs> this was the lamest one. Yeah. This guy like should have just immediately booked it. But this instead, is like, oh, it's the power. Right when they're on like the steamroller, and it's like move. Get out of the way. <laughs> Don't stand in the gasoline. Yeah, he stands well, in the gas for a long time. Well, J- 
Jank, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Flea Market Fantasy this week yet, Jank, but we talk about Punisher yes. 2, 3. And at the end of yep. Punisher, a very similar scene happens where a guy's standing in gasoline <laughs> and takes forever. Punisher lights him up with it. The exact same thing happens. Uh, yeah, it only works if you're in like an enclosed area or you can't move for some reason, but not like if you can clearly just go out the door, you just walk in. Or, you know, just or step just, to your left. Yeah, just take a few steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the the kid gets engulfed in flames and like he's burning red hot and then uh a couple minutes later they come in and he's the fire's already out he, he already burned himself out he's dead but i like <laughs> how even when he was on fire he was like fuck you <laughs> hey and uh by the way before i forget remember i said there was a scene filmed somewhere in a other movie it wasn't about the school uh the police station was also used in black christmas Nineteen seventy four. Oh wow. DC. Um, all right. So that's two of the gang down. We still have Barnyard, Patsy, and so uh, Salami. Barnyard's next up after he sees the burn dude, he's like, Oh, I'm gonna kill you. So he comes after the dude and they start fighting, like Barnyard's getting the better of him a little bit. And then uh, Perry King just he 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 gets he clocks him once in the head with I think he has a pipe or a steel bar yeah or, or, something. or a wrench or something like that yeah something along yeah he has something hard and he he catches him one time and then he's able to take down Barnyard but then the girl Patsy sees this and she tries to run Perry King over but he jumps out of the way and she ends up running into Barnyard and she. <laughs> She hits like the the car that's up on the racks in the auto shop, and it like smushes her. Is that what happens? Yeah, it falls yep. right on top of her. Smushes yeah. Her. And Perry King's like, "Where's my wife?" And she's like, "On the roof." Gag me. So now we're down to one. <laughs> Inverse salami. Yeah. So he gets up onto the roof, and uh, he's got the wife there, and he's like, "You're gonna feel my pain," and then he cuts the wife. In the chest, it doesn't kill her. Yeah, not like, like the jugular or anything, just like a slice across the like, chest. Yeah, I'm going to leave a scar on your boob. You'll never be able to wear this dress again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Perry King's like, fuck you. So they start fighting. And then, like, you know, it's not long, maybe four or five punches, and, you know, uh, Salami's dead. He, like, punches him through the glass on, the like, the sun, what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, the skylight. skylight. And so yeah. he falls through the skylight, but he's hanging onto the rope. Like, he only falls, you know, six feet or something. And he's hanging on, yeah, I don't hanging know on. These, just random ropes. Just random ropes or cables. I don't know. Like, why are there Yeah. Ropes? I don't know. Maybe for the theater. Maybe it controls the curtains uh, and yeah, scenery. Lighting rigs. Yeah, a pulley system uh, of some sort. But he's like, oh, teacher, don't let me fall. I'm just a kid and whatever. I don't know what he said, yeah. but. Yeah, and so That's he, about it. he's like, he's like, uh, all right, give me your hand. But then, like, when he gives him his hand, like he he tries to slice it, right? Yeah, yeah. He takes his knife out of his back pocket, oh, and gets sucker, and he tries to cut him. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you'd ever try to help this kid. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you got to make Perry King kind of a you know a noble guy. Uh, but then I guess the original ending. Salami. Four other kids. Salami. Yeah. <laughs> Salami tries to slice him, and he's supposed to fall. But uh, 
the producer or someone told him, no, 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 we need to see Perry King get his, you know, so Perry King pulls back and punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he does. And, and sends Salami falling down, but he gets entangled in the ropes. I figured he was just going to land, you know, during the music concert, right in the middle, boom. But mm-hmm. no, he gets tangled in the ropes, hanging by his neck. Just hanging by the neck. Yeah. And he rotates slowly to face the camera. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's like he's winking the way his one eye is just like shut. <laughs> it was if I was ever great. walking through like an, a concert uh, and I saw a guy hanging, <laughs> he'd be scared. He'd probably fuck me up. Scarred for life. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, Perry King took a section out of the that. The worst road, rush show I've ever been to. Late heavyweight champion. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? So, Perry King and his wife are on top of the roof still, and he's like, it's over, honey, it's over, it's over. And then, Tuffy, we get a little disclaimer pop up of the screen. Do you remember what it says? Uh, he wasn't prosecuted because there were no witnesses. <laughs> and no one, <laughs> no one actually saw what happened. <laughs> and that's it. That's how the movie yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> it was an amazing <laughs> ending. <laughs> Again, it's almost like they ran out of film. They're like, "All right, we gotta end this somehow. What do we do? Just put this up." <laughs> but he wasn't prosecuted. No one actually saw what happened. <laughs> Roll credit. <laughs> it would be stupid in any other movie, but they did set it up so well that apparently no one can be convicted for any crime in this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been even better if like they'd never set it up, just out of the blue, and <laughs> no one saw what happened. <laughs> All right, I guess. Uh, class of 1984. Wow. Yeah. I, the last, the last like 20 minutes, the last 15, 20 minutes of this movie are so spectacular. Oh yeah, the last 20 minutes is really good. <laughs> but even like the beginning is kind of slow, like the first 20 minutes or so. But there's still like funny stuff in it, like unintentionally hilarious stuff. And I, I, Roddy yeah. McDowell. Roddy McDowell putting the gun to the kids, uh, trying to run them down with his car, just boozing it up. Uh, so good. So it was good. just so over the top that it was hilarious, and I loved it. Yes. Oh, man. Larry, you seem unimpressed with Class of 1984. I, it's all right. I've seen I've The kid seen falling better. off the flagpole. The kid fell like off the flagpole. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. Like I remember, maybe twenty minutes into it, like messaging Janko, and this movie bites it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it got good. better as it went on. He got, he got a rock bottom onto a table saw. Yeah, oh. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and Perry, well, one to ten. Perry King was the only choice to be the play the part. He was the fr- top choice. The director mm. wanted Perry King, which seems weird because you know that he even knew I who Perry be, King was. Yeah, I bet he was easy, easy to get. <laughs> yeah. What a back. Roddy Roddy McDowell's part was offered to Dennis Weaver of McLeod fame and Drive. Remember, uh, or was that Driver? What was that one called with Spielberg? The truck following the driver. Oh, uh, Duel. Remember that one, Jack? Dole, Dole, yeah. yeah. Dennis Weaver. But he turned it down. I don't remember Dennis down. Weaver. Oh, he's great. Are you I ready, Weaver? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, one to ten, Larry, class of 1984. 
I don't know. I'm a, I'd probably go like maybe a five or a six. Wow. That is, that is so disappointing. All right. Uh, Jank, one out of ten. Um, I'm probably going to go eight. I mean, I could even see going to nine on a good day, but I'll go You ahead. are so drunk on Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, I – I agree with Jake. I feel exactly the same. It's at least an eight, possibly a nine. The only drawback is like the beginning is a little slow, you know. But when you're mm-hmm. again, this is a terrible move. That's no, yeah. But in the world of terrible movies, it's an eight or a nine. It's it's elite. Yeah, it was entertaining yeah. throughout. It's a first round draft pick. If uh, you're looking at terrible movies, this is amazing. Tuffy. Yeah, it's like a seven. It's fine. I don't feel bad about watching it, but. You know. Yeah, like again, it's a terrible <laughs> movie, but it's so over the top terrible. It's great. Just great. Yeah, and at least it was coherent. Like you were never like, oh, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> like this plot doesn't make any sense. Like it makes sense in its own. It's just over the top and stupid, but it was well thought out. I think. Yeah, there you go. Class of 1984. Go watch it twice. At least. Yeah. Oh, who, who's up next? Uh, either Tuffy or Jay. Tuffy, I think. Tuffy. All right. I don't well, have anything. So don't don't fuck oh, it up, Tuffy. God. Yeah, don't fuck, don't fuck it up. <laughs> Pitch perfect. Pitch <laughs> 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 Pitch Perfect 4? <laughs> we'll make our own tonight. Pitch Perfect 4. Yeah, let's make a Pitch Perfect All dudes. 4. Hey, l- let me ask you this. One more question about Class of 1984. Listen, Salami was great. Yeah, Timothy Van Patten, he's great. But how much better would this movie be with Gary Coleman? <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it probably like a 3. No, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Gary Coleman raking go the down light. Gary eight. Coleman hanging from the rope at the end. Those are those are images you would take with you to the grave. Yeah, could be like nobody ever saw him dealing drugs because he was so tiny. Yeah, they just looked right over him. Didn't even see him. <laughs> like he, when he uh, trying to throw his face into the uh, the mirror, he'd first have to climb up onto the sink and then do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'd have been too long. Barnyard, lift me up. <laughs> so good. All right, there he is. Larry is so sleepy. Anything I am. I, I fell asleep at least three times. It's <laughs> <laughs> the sign of a good like, show. I got up at like 2.45. Yeah. Uh, so is nothing else? I got nothing. Have you watched anything? I think we already talked about that. Yeah, well, well, Monday will be officially one year since the last time I went to the movie theaters. Holy hell. Whoa. (laughs) How how long since you've had a quesadilla? Oh, I mean, I've had tons of inferior quesadillas (laughs) over this past year, but, you know, nothing to top. The uh, the movie theaters once. Yeah. One year. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I guess that's it. So, thanks to Tuffy. Thanks, thanks to Tuffy. Thanks, Jank. Thanks to Larry. Thanks, Larry. Thanks. Thanks, Aaron T. Thompson. Thanks, Mike Thanks, Aaron T. Thompson. All right. You, you guys Mike put all Mac the clips Club together. Still got Mackey's Clubhouse rolling? Yeah, it's still going. Yep. Two more episodes next week. Season yep. six. We're getting to the end already. It's getting close. Seven seasons? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about and season uh, eight when Michael Chiklis is going to come on? Yeah. Yep. What about uh, obedient work or anything? No, I'm busy uh, doing too many manuscript for somebody else. I'm trying to finish my book. I only got one and a half chapters left on my book. So once that's done, I'll probably have extra time, Tubby. So one chapter. Mm. One chapter. I'm going on vacation in a uh, week and a half here. So. Thank All right. God. So when you get back from vacation, we'll do an obedient worker. That's where are you going? Michigan. I'm Disney. Oh, that's no, that's Disney. right. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. You're always um, on vacation. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> so yeah, and uh like we said, Flea Market Fantasy has a Punisher episode up right now. Did you and pick that? Then we got I picked it, yes. You yeah. you know how you could tell? Because it doesn't feature a princess. Yeah. yeah you know, I... <laughs> well, what's ne- what's what's Mike L's next Zing. pick? Have you have you heard yet? Uh yeah, we didn't record it yet. We usually record Wednesday or Thursdays, but um he, he had a family emergency. His mom had to go to the hospital. She's all right. She's all right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so we're going to record Sunday. Uh, what the? Jank, you remember uh, what the? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Larry, you remember what the? Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I <laughs> like do. Good I humor do. magazine. Yeah, it's kind of like Cracked Magazine from Marvel Comics. They just make fun of other Marvel Comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And next week, fun. next week, right here on this very show, something uh, special for the kids. Okay. Ooh, cousin Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> if he can stay awake, cousin yeah. Brandon is book. <laughs> he is <Yeah>. book. <laughs> he emailed me the other day and he's like, yeah. "Hey, how about in the 19th? And I'm like, "All right, we'll pencil you in." So as of now. <laughs> Cousin Brandon next week, right here. I'm off the 19th. <laughs> oh, what's that? Yeah, that's my day off. I'm on vacation the week after that. If that for scheduling. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nope. You're, you're gonna have some extra time to fill. <laughs> True. 19th. Cousin Brandon. Maybe we can watch side out. One nine. What? Maybe we can watch Side, Side Out, Out Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, can we watch Side Out? Side Puffy? Out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Brandon's got a, got a music thing next week, you know. We can just skip a movie and... Uh... Yeah, let's see. And if Brandon doesn't show up, you can just bag it for Larry. Look at Tuffy. That is not... No, we need to have a movie. We need to have a think movie. Of Street yeah, you need to have a movie there, you know. So you pick oh, side out's unavailable right now. Yeah, son of a bitch. I'm prime. Fucking bullshit, man. Uh, it should always be available. But only for rent. 
I've never oh, seen Barbarella. I've seen, I've seen it. Jane Fonda looks smoking hot in Barbarella. Like, just ridiculously hot. Hey. Hey, Tuffy, by the way, on Peacock. All right. On Peacock, Tuffy, um, they got Battlestar Galactica. So I yeah. Battle. You start watching that, I'll start watching Twin Peaks. <laughs> I will. I'll start watching it. All right. So you better you better start pumping out those Twin Peaks episodes. Michael. I might watch Battlestar Galactica instead, but <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I guess we're done. I don't think I got anything to do this weekend, so Maybe Twin Peaks? You're not. Right. Yeah. Watch your elephant, man. Yeah. All, all right, Larry. so all that bullshit. And one nine books. Go there, get your books. Todd Teacher has 11 books over there, so you can buy them. <laughs> one nine books. And uh, all right, that's it. Till then, pass the gin, Governor. N-E-S-T-L-E-S, Nestle's makes the very best. Sorry. Thank you very much.